Broadcasting from an undisclosed location deep beneath glorious downtown Fairmont, the Expression Booth is proud to present Pop Tarts Are Good For You with Shelby and Joshy. So it's recording right now. We're recording right now. Right. There's just so much involved here, and I, I don't know anything. I just, I'm just the guy who makes up stupid things on Facebook. <laughs> That's all I do. I mean, I don't know anything, but uh, well, I've been... You've got all the I've technical stuff. You know, it's fine. Where do, you, where do we start here? Where do we go? It's been a month. It's been a while, yeah. Um, uh, oh, uh, well, you know, for anyone interested, probably nobody's interested, but uh, I'm having a baby girl. Yay! And her name's going to be Wednesday. Been going over well. I mean, some people are, you know, it's those people who are, who are just like, I need my daughter Destiny. You know, that <laughs> those people are like, uh, Wednesday? That person I'm mocking, by the way, is my wife's uh, relative, who I'm like, I won't, I won't go as far as to say who this is, but she did kind of like sneer at the whole Wednesday but what? and uh, okay so but she did in fact name her daughter destiny because when she was in the hospital and having the baby the nurse came by and said oh it's her destiny to be here so she said oh i'll name her destiny now my my thought is this of all the people this nurse helped bring into the world how many times do you think she said that to the mother you know what i'm saying i mean at least our our name is original i mean this person's probably every freaking day like oh it's her destiny to be here like that's you know if you're a nurse and you figure out a line like that and you give it to a mom and she's like oh yeah why wouldn't you keep using it well yeah i would keep using it destiny yeah so anyway this woman named her child destiny after the, this uh, quote from the nurse, uh, which I just think is is, is bonkers stupid. Um, Destiny with two E's, by the way. There's no Y there. Oh, D-E-S-T-I-N-E-E. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's interesting, but I think I'll be original about it. Like, what? that's ridiculous. I mean. I, I like uh, Wednesday. I do, too. Wednesday is very original. I've always wanted a daughter named Wednesday. Honestly, when I was a little kid, I, I, I would watch the Adams Family. And to me, that was a family I wanted. I was weird in a Gomez Adams way, you know. So I, want, I wanted... A, an Adam's family and so even as a little kid I wanted a daughter and I wanted to name her Wednesday so you know come to uh, I don't know a month ago it's, it's been a while you know yeah uh, you they do a barrage of tests now like when my my mother-in-law was saying you know when when my wife was born in 87 they did close to nothing so like you found out who what you were having that day so they were they had all planned for you know if this is a boy it's going to be uh, named after her father all that stuff who's a deadbeat dad by the way <laughs> that's just you know <laughs> Good thing that didn't happen, but um, they didn't know. So, like, you you have the kid, and they, oh, it's a girl, and then there you go, you go from there. Uh, now, no way, man. The, the, from day one, they do a barrage of tests, and one oh, of the yeah. tests for they they test like all these um you know abnormalities and and uh, chromosomal diseases, you know. Right. And one of the side effects of that test, or one of those tests, is you find out the gender long before you can see the gender, you know. So you know we're having a boy or a girl, right? And this is, I mean, it, it couldn't have been too long in, maybe, you know, maybe 10 weeks, 13 weeks in. So it's not very long. And so you know what you're having, you know what you can t- to do about it. So um, she called me and I was at work and I went to the little stairwell. She just uh, let it out, man. I just wanted to know, I, you know, I didn't have to be there. I just, I just wanted to know. You know? Well, and yeah, I, that's exciting. So I stepped out of the stairwell and, and the first thing Kathy says is, oh my God, you're beaming. What happened? And I said, I'm having a girl. I'm having a little, and she's, and she's going to be Wednesday. Uh, first thing I'm like, I'm like, I'm having a little girl and her name is Wednesday. I, I praised it, man. <laughs> I, I fist pumped. I fist bumped the air. Um, oh. I'm so happy. And so now we can get, we've been getting monogram stuff and 
toys and whatnot. I actually found the gift I'm going to get for Wednesday. Ah, yes. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. People have, you know, Amanda has been like, uh, I don't, I don't know about people just you know, giving her gifts because we have a, a an Amazon registry. Register. So friends of mine on Facebook have been just buying things from the registry and you could just get sent to your house, you know? Yeah. So she's like, but you know, they're not going to be at the baby shower. And I said, well, that doesn't matter. You know, this is one of them. My friend, Dustin, Dustin, are you listening? Are you out there listening? My friend, this is all for you. My friend Dustin, who lives in Maryland, he sent some things the other day. He got, he got her an awesome, it's a Zelda bib. Oh, so cool. like the Zelda tunic with like the shield. It's awesome. You know, but she's like, I, he's not going to be here. I don't, you know, he doesn't have to send anything. And of course, you you always say, you know, buddy, you don't got to send anything. You know, it's 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 fine. Yeah. But people, you know, if you want to send things, I mean, why not? But I, they want you know, to. Yeah. Well, can I tell you what I'm getting Wednesday? Because it's uh, for Wednesday. Sure. It is a Mothman Squishmallow. <laughs> Yes, dude. Yes. That's great. Uh, well, Stephanie now has this like love for squishmallows. So I was looking online the other day and it's uh it's like a ten inch but it's something that's that could great. it's black. Mothman. Yeah. And yes. it's just this little I so I seen yeah. it and I'm like, Oh my god, I'm getting that for Wednesday. We're going to the festival. Amanda's all about it. So we're yeah. we're gonna go and we're gonna hang and Yes, and know, we're gonna cover that document. We're gonna document the experience for for you, for all of you out there listening. And, and we're gonna interview the Mothman. If we can find him, yeah. I mean, yeah. at the Bigfoot Festival, dude was just hanging around. I mean, you know, he, he didn't say much, but he was taking a picture with you. He's very tall. Very tall. Very tall. Taller than you. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> You're um, as big as Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How are I'm we as in big here? as Bigfoot. Uh, don't oh. catch me out in the woods. Um, <laughs> yesterday, you, you mentioned that I you were dressed like a bum compared to me, and, and I don't I just don't see it, man. I'm wearing my, this is now my favorite thing. It's it's a dad man shirt. Oh, my God. I didn't even notice that until yeah. now. This is the, fir- the first thing my, my, my mother did when she found out that I was having a baby was send me this shirt Dad it's, man. it's it's a it's a red shirt i wear a lot of red i'm a big fan of the flash uh so it's, it's a red shirt but it's, instead of a it's got a batman logo on the front but instead of batman it says dad man on the shirt and uh i it's like the first thing i wear out of the dryer it's it's very comfortable it's very soft um but it, i thought i'm going to talk about my daughter so i might as well wear you your know, dad man proudly uh wear my dad man shirt um but i also have these uh, i wear i like to wear really weird stuff for no reason whatsoever um and it are they're like uh, baby blue shorts <laughs> with surfing t-rexes <laughs> and palm trees on them those and are great shorts everyone you know to the people who may nay say who may be like he's wearing what i i walk, i do i put these shorts on and i just walk around so like we go to the store and stuff, and I'm wearing surfing T Rexes on my ass, and people people are like even cashiers are like, man, great shorts. You know, people have a lot to say about the shorts. You know where to get them and whatnot. Uh, so I don't feel so much like a fool after that. My pants are always normal, but I did get a really cool shirt the other day because I guess I'm trying to be goth now. Uh, I don't know. Okay. It's But I was going to wear it to that concert we went to, and I, I couldn't. But it's got, like, these holes all through it with safety pins <laughs> through the holes. Cool. It came from That's Hot good. Topic. Oh. See, I got – and also, I don't know if you noticed my shoes. But I did. That was the first thing I noticed when you got in the car was I, the, red, <laughs> the red shoes. I love them. We went to um, <laughs> we went to uh, a place in, in Grafton here called Derry 
hurricane. Um, and sometimes, sometimes we'll just go on a drive. And I, I think I had just bought that Weezer album and I was like, well, we'll just go for a drive. And it's it's about maybe 45 minutes to an hour to drive there, you know, yeah. uh, to listen. And we listen to Weezer along the way. And, that, you know, I, I have these shoes and they're just slip on shoes. When, I, when I'm not at work, I just have shoes that I slip on or no sock. I just slip them on and I, I, I can walk around, whatever. Usually they're comfortable. These are fairly comfortable. But they're, they, I don't know if you can notice, but they have like a wavy red pattern. They're like in bows and they're wavy on the top, you know. But I'm wearing these shoes and, and we get up to the counter and the, and the girl, it's just like a high school girl, you know. And she's just like mouth open just and she's like you know and in all honesty i forgot what i was going to say to you because of those very loud shoes burning my retinas and, and i was she like she said that yeah. to you and i thought awesome man i mean i, I burnt yeah. out your retinas <laughs> they're very they're very they're very bright red I'm, i'll, I'll have yeah. to say that they are very bright you should take a picture and post them on our page yeah but like here's the, my there shoes there were other shoes but I, the wavy there's like it's a weird uh, you'll see it. it's a weird wavy pattern and i thought that is the coolest thing like i paid extra to have this little weird waviness on top of my <laughs> shoes that no i don't think anyone's really going to care about i mean when you see them if you saw me out walking around you may be like, hey, cool shoes there, bro. My, my, my retinas are burnt. <laughs> my, wet, my retinas are <laughs> wetness. That's really what she said. And I was like, oh, okay. And I took a minute and I'm like, don't worry about it. I love shoes. I'm a big fan of uh, Converse. Mm-hmm. So I have yellow ones, orange ones. And for our Halloween special, I'm going to wear my shining van. The awesome. shining. Yeah. I have a pair of Vans. That is sweet. Mm-hmm. Amanda has uh, Chucks and Converse that she wears, you know, not not so much lately because, I don't know, you know, pregnancy, you know, yeah. walking, yeah. And um, you, swelling. Swelling, feet, that's what I was going to say. They don't have a lot of give in them. There's yeah. that canvas. <laughs> but this, you know, I was, I, I, he does, my, Amanda does the laundry at home. I, I haul it up and down the stairs because I don't want her hauling stuff. But yeah. she's like, do you want to wear dad man shirt? Because I always, it's the first thing I just put it on. And I'm like, no, I'm going to wear it tomorrow when I go to the, when I go to record. <laughs> so she was like, oh, oh, so now you're dressing fancy to go record the podcast now. <laughs> fancy is not the, I wouldn't put the, I wouldn't say fancy is the word here, but. You know, I, I said I want to I want to wear something I'm comfortable in, but I you know if I'm going to talk about Wednesday, I want to be you know it makes me feel good to wear this yeah, shirt. You're it's in like your I'm, dad's shirt. I'm I'm having a, a child, and no doubt this child's going to see me in this shirt. You know, well, of course, standing around at Dairy Cream Corner, whatever. With it, with Wednesday like, and the papoose. Yeah, just or like, the... why? You know, she's going to get older and just think you're not dad man. <laughs> take that off. Please take that off. Yeah, you have no superpowers here. Well, I'm just wearing a Disney onward shirt and and Timberlands. Okay. <laughs> No, it works. <laughs> Not the shoes, it's, the okay. pants. I'm everything I have on is black, black shirt, <laughs> black pants, black shoes. Amanda uh, listens to the podcast. This is for you, my love. She uh, and, and I was like, well, that's you know, that's good. Do you have anything to say? You oh, know, are you- I what I want is criticism, uh, constructive. If you're listening out there, people, I want constructive criticism. You don't be Do assholes. Not, yeah, don't it's email all- the the show going, you people suck. I don't care about Super Mario Brothers the movie. Uh, well. <laughs> And, don't and now you know yeah, what just, we're going to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I thought I'd throw it in there. We're going to get to some gaming stuff, and I thought yeah. I'd cover. I thought I'd cover the, the the movie adaptations of games that I happen to like because yeah. uh, I don't. I've never played these games you're going to talk about. But um, they're really great. I, I was like, you know, just what do you like? And she said, I don't know. I mean, I, she's I can't tell you, you know, off the top of my head. I'm just saying next time I'll take notes. And I said, well, you know, that's great. But anything, if you have anything that helps. And she says, well, I, I like it when you talk about me. Oh, Amanda. so, you know, Amanda, I know you're listening. 
And this is this is all for you. All of it. Oh, Mandy, <laughs> I'm singing a song on my podcast just to make you laugh. Oh, Mandy, Shelby, you're gonna stop me here. You're you came and you gave me a baby. I, I don't know. I don't know where to we go. Have to keep that. Uh, you, need to, you need to stop me here. But this is all for you, my love. You're 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 everything. Oh well. <clears throat> I, I'm not singing a song to okay, Stephanie. That's, uh, that's fine. Oh God, I feel so. <laughs> there are so many people there here are. in the morning. It's you know, it, but it's it's a Monday morning. Okay, usually if, if for anyone who doesn't know or anyone who cares, we record in the afternoons. Uh, usually after I get off work at our it, work at, at our work, we just go down into the bunker, lock ourselves in here, and the chaos that ensues, we kind of watch from the windows. You know, uh, but it's usually in the evening, so there's no one around. Yeah, and, or, or if they are around, they don't care. It's Monday morning. It's like it's actually nine in the morning and we open at nine so it's you know a little after nine but still there are people you know just out you know about very a lot of people walking through she, and, and i don't know and you, and you waved and she didn't even wave back yeah are the windows tinted i don't remember they are but you can clearly see okay. it because i was frequently <laughs> watching a woman do homework in here and i didn't i didn't realize that that i mean at first i didn't realize yeah and, and then i looked in and i was like oh my god should we locked eyes okay it was really awkward i'm like I'm, I, yeah i've seen people 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 do use the the bunker here to um, you read. Know, read. <laughs> to read. They really do. Um, you know, they, I get, we get calls saying, you know, can we book the room? And we just, you know, what you don't you don't have to ask what you're booking it for. Yeah. But they'll just be like, I just want a quiet place to read. You're in a library. I mean, that the whole building is a quiet <laughs> the, place to read. That's the purpose for a library. It's hey, where can I go space. to read my book alone? <laughs> There's a whole building for that. <laughs> but apparently, what about no. Those chairs. There's, yeah. Tables. The building. The, the building itself is not enough. They need a secure bunker to lock themselves into and, and read by LED. Yeah, read by LED and await the apocalypse. Yeah. Do you know what I think is going on? Mm. I think they're having a manager's meeting. <laughs> you know what? That that is possible. Uh you know, we'll be I'll be upstairs and and you know, our manager Kathy she'll just be like, you know, I have a meeting and it's it seems to happen very frequently, but yeah, they'll go downstairs, uh not in the bunker because they can't all fit in here. This isn't a clown car, okay? <laughs> I mean, they might be able to. I don't know why they would, but Could they, you imagine? <laughs> that'd be funny. Just yeah, they'd be all standing in the corners and just smushed up against the wall. Um, and then this table could be in a set. Whoever was speaking could stand up in the ta- on the table. Yes. You know, oh, captain, my captain, I have a question. Uh, you know, <laughs> no, they, they're in the back. There's a back room here where you can just stuff like 30 people. You can shove them all in there. Yeah. And they, they, they'll go in there and have a meeting. But I, I will, I, I do want to mention just a few things that I, you know, I listened to the other, the last podcast. Yeah, well, you do that. Um, I'm going to taste your vegan brownie. Okay. That's not a euphemism. Um, <laughs> uh, I gave Shelby a vegan brownie. I I I do a lot of baking and uh, vegan baking. It looks um, like it looks like an Oreo. What what did you say? It's, you it's aristocratic cocoa. Um, I like to go to farmers markets and um, Amish stores because they have just stuff in in tubs and what. But if you go to an Amish store, they have like various different kinds of cocoa, and it's all it's all about how it's processed, and uh, it'll give you a certain flavor. Dutch processed cocoa is like you know kind of silkier, but not a you know. Aristocratic cocoa, I'm just going to throw this out. Aristocratic cocoa is the cocoa that Oreo typically uses. And it's really good. This so is a really good yeah. brownie. So it's 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 dark. It's rich. Um, you know, it's, it's almost black in color. Uh, but I, I put uh, espresso, you know, you're supposed to put kind of liquid in, in the, and so I brew espresso and I put that in the, in the brownie. I'm vegan now. <laughs> it's not that good. But my, you know, my wife, lately we've been doing Walmart delivery and stuff, you know, because mm-hmm. she doesn't really want to go anywhere. So she's like, I really want to, I want to, I want a brownie sundae.
fund it. And I said, well, you know, because it's like there's a fee, you know, there's a, there's a fee for, yeah. for the delivery. I said, get get the makings of brownies and, and ice cream, whatever you want to get. That'll definitely be less than going somewhere and getting a brownie sundae. Yeah. And I will make a pan of brownies and we'll do our own. So I made her a pan of brownies. That, this is one of them. That is, so, I mean, it doesn't <laughs> even, it just tastes like uh, maybe it's more of like a dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. But it tastes just like a brownie. Yeah, it's uh, they're kind of fudgy, kind of cakey. Uh, I like it in the middle there, but there's no eggs or, or dairy in yeah, the brownie. But I, you would never know. It's very like it's a thick brownie. It is. Yeah, Lebanese. I like agents. her ris- aristocratic yeah. <laughs> aristocratic cocoa. cocoa. Yeah, those it's aristocrats. Good. And you can you can put it and I you know it's probably because it's it is rich. You know mm-hmm. they're playing on on the the whole word there. But uh, it's it is I would think you know it's not a, it's not expensive. You don't have to be rich to, to buy aristocratic cocoa, but you'll feel like an aristocrat when, when you eat it. Yeah. I feel like an aristocrat. I feel like a vegan aristocrat right okay, now. Okay, that's, that's good. Anyway, what I was saying I, I listened to the last show, yeah. and you know, there are always there's there are things that uh, little things that I, I said or wrong that I want to clarify. Um, the first of which is that I was mentioning a movie called Love, Lights, and Hanukkah with Ben Savage. Oh, yes. A, a Hallmark movie. And I post, I put a post about it on, on Facebook. But I mixed up the actresses. The actress in the movie is Mia Kirshner, who was in Crow City of Angels. If you watch Crow City mm-hmm. of Angels, she's the adult Sarah in that movie. Mia Sarah is the actress in legend, you know, with yes. Tim Curry and a very young and strapping Tom Cruise. But she was in, you know, Ferris Bueller's Day Off and a lot of movies in the 80s there. So I just got the names wrong there. So there you go. Anyone who's out there going, you know what, that's not me and Sarah in that movie. <laughs> I saw it. It's not her. It's not. You're right. You're right. And that's why you should have emailed us. Yeah, you should have said something. Like, We're hey, getting man. sick of this. Uh, we did, however, <laughs> and I, I, I do want to just mention something here. Uh, I made a note. Uh, we did get a comment on that posting saying, you know, how great that movie was from, from Dorothy Nine. I want to thank you, Dorothy, for being the first to comment on our post. And for that, I, I just I just want to I want to mention something very quickly, very briefly, something very close to my heart, something that's very important that I want to direct towards Dorothy Nine. I, Dorothy, I know you're listening to our podcast because if you're not, why are you commenting on our post? Did, I have a question. Do you know Dorothy? I don't. I have we no don't idea. know Dorothy? No. <laughs> okay, because the first thing I noticed about that, she was like, what is this? Yeah, which, I, which you know, and um, we're not calling you a, a, a rube or anything, Dorothy. No, no, no. No, but that comment was removed, I would I would assume, by Dorothy herself. Because I see she it, was yeah. like, oh, I get it. It's the podcast. Yeah. So, Dorothy, this is for you. I just want to clue you in on just an opportunity that I think is rife for the taking here, and that is uh, Leaf K. Leaf K is a 30-acre, beautiful 30-acre island in the Exmas Bahamas. Uh, it's listed with Private Islands, Inc. So, if, you, if you're interested in this island, Dorothy, please go to Private Islands, Inc. Leaf K. For a mere $7.5 million, you can have an island all your own. It has its own pond, Dorothy. Its own pond. And there, you can build the marina of your dreams you can and uh it's already been it's already been zoned it's already been you 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 have ordinances for five cottages if you so choose to build a cottage on your own private island dorothy you can do that here on leaf k previously owned by the great actor nick cage nick i know you're listening and Nick I am, always I am going to sell this island for you. And I'm not saying, Dorothy, I'm not saying this is a crappy island. I'm not saying, like, buy this island because Nick Cage had it. No. 
the reason you should buy this island is because Nick Cage currently owns it, okay? This this man, yeah. of all the islands in the South Eximas, uh, just a hop, skip, and a jump from Eximas International Airport, Dorothy, you could you could take a big rock, more than likely, and throw that sucker and hit South Florida. You could just smack it right in the... Okay, of all the islands in the South Eximas, Nick Cage chose this one, okay? Yeah. So I mean, it's, yeah. it's kind of like, oh, shoot, what was her name? Uh, Sarah Palin. Oh, yeah, Sarah Palin. <laughs> she can, was it Russia? She can stand on her balcony and see Russia. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> because as we all know, Russia and Alaska are just like, you can just look right across oh, the... their border. It's a, it's, it's a trickle of a stream, if, I, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah, There's I can no ocean step over there. it. Yeah. I can step over right, in, right, right into Putin's lair. Her kids often play hopscotch jumping over that lake, <laughs> uh, that river. It's, it's, it's a stream, a trickle, if a you trickle. will. A trickle. And nothing. Dorothy. And Dorothy, yeah. You could do this at least. You could build a little Russia. You could. You could. I mean, it's yours, Dorothy. Like, again, I'm not I'm not up on the, you know, if, if you can change the name of Leave K. I would assume you can, but I don't know any cartographers. We're still looking into that. But She could change it to 9K. Oh, Oh. oh, sweet. Dorothy, 9K. You know, and the thing is, Dorothy, if, if you're really um, interested in this, you know, there there is a uh, Bach K is the other island that's oh. close by. And Bach K, as, as we speak, is building a luxury resort there and, and, and golf courses and stuff. So people are going to hear like 9K. There's a golf course here. 18. Is, 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 it, is there golf there? They're going to come to your island. Just, they're not even going to know it's there, yeah. you know. So if you want business, if you want like tourism on your island, five cottages, Dorothy, five. You can build five, right? now you might get people showing up just just for the golf just for the view i don't know uh we don't we'll, we'll never know what nick age thought until he calls in or sends us an email but yeah, we're would, waiting on that email nick i would assume that you could just uh just chill out and view the splendor of of the south exodus there from your little island so and dorothy we're that we're being serious we're not making fun no this is dead serious it is. and and we want you to buy and then we would like to come there if we could and record and in one of the a, just, one of the five cottages just one live show just, yeah, just one. one that's all and Dorothy can be in it with us of course yeah, yeah. I mean we're talking about a woman who who has the grit and the integrity and and you know the intelligence I'll add to buy an island owned by Nick Cage I mean if I had the money right now Shelby I'd buy it I'd buy it right now I know we'd be would. building we'd be building Pop Tarts are good for you studios right now Pop Tarts um, are good for you studios but I don't have that kind uh, of cash. Dorothy, don't I don't know what your around? situation is, but uh, I, I have a feeling that maybe you can pull something together. If you so choose, if you know, if you have your own little house and with a picket fence and whatnot, and that's good for you. Sell it. By all means. <laughs> <laughs> Hawk that on the market, Dorothy. Just get rid of it. Interest rates are really Take high. Take out a second mortgage to buy this island. <laughs> so that's for you, Dorothy. I just want you to be aware that Leaf K is on the market. If anyone else out there is listening and like, Leaf K, I'm on that. Please. Yeah. By all means. But, you know, you might have to fight Dorothy for it. You might. Yeah, uh, but Dorothy, thank you for for the comments on our uh, post. Yeah, but I, next you know, time, don't delete them. Leave them. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, like, the other comments are there, like you know, nice movie and, and all that jazz. By the time I yes. went to it, it was gone. Really? Yeah, I was so sad. I'm like, that's, oh, Dorothy. That sucks. That's all right, Dorothy. We're not blaming you. No, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. All right. Um, I also wanted to uh, uh, last show. I just mentioned uh, Sven Gulli. I didn't really get into oh, yes, it because yeah. you know we were getting into the wholesome movies of, of Hallmark, and Sven Gulli is. Uh, you know, uh, a, a wholesome show. It's it's good. It's they play old movies. Uh, yeah. I myself and my wife were were on the mail segment of the Latin app the week before Curse of Dracula, Curse of Frankenstein. What am I doing? What? Uh, Horrors Cut. of Dracula was the the second uh, last week. So it was our ha- Hammer films, which we'll get into in our Halloween stuff. Oh, I, I can't Hammer wait. Films. Oh and, my god, you know, some of my favorites. But it can be so exciting. During Curse of Frankenstein, there's a at the end of every show he does a mail segment where you write in and if he likes what you got to say. 
day, he'll pop you up there on the screen. So we were up there and he, he basically told the story of what my wife sent, had, had bought a onesie to announce to me that we were having a baby. So I opened the onesie and it said chicken thrower in training and Sven Gulli has people throw chickens, rubber chickens at his coffin at the end of the show. So chicken thrower in training, little onesie. And uh, we took a picture and that was on the show. So, uh, you know, if, if it's yeah, sa- Saturday nights. Yeah, he congratulations and he yeah. gave oh, you a yeah, whole he thing. Did. Um, Saturday nights on MeTV, a great, great channel there with all the, all your old shows, Gilligan's Island, Dick Van Dyke. You know. oh, I love Gilligan's Island. Um, but Leave Sven Gulli is at uh, Leaf <laughs> You could probably get Sven Gulli on Leaf K. I don't, I yeah. mean, I would think that, you know, internet, being what it is, I mean, you're bound to get a signal. I mean, you don't really have to have like a, a, a coaxial cable drawn out there to if you. If you mean, own Leaf K, you can just have your own internet company. You can build a tower on there. You yeah. Know, you can build your own tower. Yeah. Who's going to stop you? Dorothy. There's no homeowners association. No one's yeah. going to roll up there and be like, hey, your tower is too high. This is my island. I bought it from Nick Cage. If you have something to say about my tower, talk to Nick Cage. That's what I would do. If anyone ever rolled up there and be like, hey, you know, that tower is a bit big. It's by those cottages. We don't like that. Well, you know, go talk to Nick. Yeah. Go talk to Nick or Dorothy. And I'm, you should be able to watch Sven Gulli on Leave K. You should be able to watch Sven Gulli anywhere. <laughs> you, know, you should. Uh, they don't have you like should. a streaming per se. They, uh, a friendly TV, if you have that, it's an app. You got to pay for it, but they air MeTV. It's like the only app that airs MeTV. But uh, Saturday nights, yeah, it's it's a good, it's it's an old time horror show. Like, um, yeah. I don't know if you, did you ever watch Dinner in a Movie? You know, yes. Joe Bob Riggs, you know. Oh my gosh, I forgot about I mean, that. You probably, I think he changed the title a few times, but it used to be on USA. I love that. And yes, yeah, uh, Joe Bob Riggs, and he would just, show movie. I think on Shudder, which I don't have, Brandon does. Brandon, you're, we're going to get you on this podcast, my friend. Um, but he has Shudder. So I, there's think, I think on Shudder he has him. I don't call him Brandon. Mm. I call him Nick, and he calls me Shelly, mm. because we have this <laughs> lady. Well, we went to this one, because we, we work on the bookmobile, and, and we went to this one stop. And for some reason, this guy just thought his name was Nick, mm. and he every time he'd come up on the bookmobile, he'd be like, hey, Nick. What's up, <laughs> Nick? What are you doing, Nick? Have a good day, Nick. Wow. And it was just weird because he's wearing a name tag that says mm-hmm. Brandon. But then we go out to this other stop and we have this older lady, you know her, Virginia. Or do you know of her? Probably. She's like in her late 80s, maybe early 90s. Okay. Good bit, so yeah. every time she comes out, she's like, what's your name again? And he'll say Brandon. <laughs> and she's like, oh, that's right. Randy. <laughs> Randy. All right. So he's Nick Randy and I'm Shelly. He's that kind of cool where he just would let it go. Yeah. He I wouldn't, I'm I wouldn't like, let it go. You, why are you correcting this? <laughs> I'm always like, no, Shelby. Yeah, it's not there, Shelby. There have been times when people have, have called me by a different name. And if, they're, if it's an older patron, honestly, I'll forget. That's it, different. You know. That's different. Now. But if it's a person who's just like wanting to hear themselves talk and they just keep saying it over, I will literally stop them and say, Josh. Oh, okay, Jack. Josh. Oh, that's fine, John. Josh. Like, I'll, I'll just over and over again because, you know, that's not my name, you moron. There's a name tag right well, here. Nick is weird. Like, that was just weird it because. It, nothing sound. It doesn't sound like it. No. It just, there's no. No. He doesn't look like a Nick either. He doesn't look like a Nick. I don't know if he looks like a Brandon. I no, feel like, I well, I feel like you look like a Josh. Okay. He looks like a Brandon. Because once you get to know someone's Name. I think we're talking too much about Brandon. He might not like it. He, he loves it. us. He does. He does. He does. Yeah. He told us. But it's okay. I'll talk to him first and be like, "Are you Are you okay with this? Are you okay <laughs> that uh, we have a whole ten minutes about yeah, your name?" We, we talked about kids once, and uh, long before my wife was pregnant, and Brandon said that he he wanted to name his kid, give his kid three the, the names would be all the same, mm-hmm. first, middle, and last. I'll be Elmore, 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 and that'd be it. So there'd be no like you don't have to wonder, you don't have to to get into it, you don't. 
don't have to. It's just all the same. Easy to spell. Easy to put down. And I'm like, that, that's brilliant, man. Yeah. Like like Emery Emery. He's a yeah. comedian, you know, because he's like, hey, you know, you've heard of Emery Emery. That's his reasoning. You know, I thought that's that is just perfect. <laughs> We were going to go with uh, Dacker if it I was like a, a boy, you know, and it's supposed to be D- uh, Dacre, I think is the pronunciation, mm-hmm. uh, Dacre Montgomery from Stranger Things and the <laughs> the awful Power Rangers reboot. Oh, my God. Um, but uh, my na- my brother's name is Jake and oh, yeah. he is just an utter scumbag. And I, I, so I, I didn't like the even the alliterate, the, the uh, what would you call that? Not alliteration, but just the uh, the uh, likeness to yeah, or... Dacre, Jake. I, I didn't like that. So I, I said, well, well, if it's a boy, we'll name him Dacre. But We'll say Dacker, you know, we'll pronounce it Dacker. So it's not like Jaker. Yeah. And I, and I, I wanted, because I thought uh, if, it, if his name is Dacker, uh, my nickname for him could be Dax, which I always thought was the coolest name ever, man. Like one of the coolest names, just Dax, just D-A-X, you know. So I would, my nickname would have been Dax, uh, but it's, it's going to be a girl. And her nickname, I'm going to call her Wendy. And, you know, a lot of people might wonder, uh, like, not all the time, just as a. After our whole. I know. And that's what I'm saying. Like people are probably be like, why, why would you call her yeah. Wendy? I don't know, because she just, she, uh, even when I read it as a younger, uh, watching the movies, whatever, about Peter Pan, I, just, not just the maturity, Wendy, but, like, she really did try to keep things together, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and take, and, and not just take care of Peter and the Lost Boys, but, you know, she had a, a genuine affection and love for them, no matter what, even when you read the book and you realize that, that you know, that there was no love lost on Peter's <laughs> part, you know, she, she genuinely loved him and, and cared about him and wanted him to be okay, and I just, you know. Wendy was I, a good I, character. As a character, Wendy always stuck stuck with me, and I and I also like the idea that you know Wendy as a name didn't exist before Barry made it up. You know, like created that. Yes. And I, I just thought you know she'd have a little a unique little. I mean, it's out there now. Everyone's named Wendy. Uh, I don't know. People have all kinds of nicknames. Sure. I mean, kids have all kinds of nicknames. You can't really do anything about that. No. Every everyone's going to be like, I'm going to call you this. Oh, my, my nickname was Bug. Uh, Joshy has always been. <laughs> People, and it, yeah, a lot of uh, uh, thought went into that one, didn't it? People always yell Josh. At me. I don't think I had anything else. Josh is as short as it gets. Uh, Joe. 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 No. You could just do J O. <laughs> Joff. Call me Ja. 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 Uh, Jay came in there a few times only when I was around a lot of people with J names, like in college yeah. and stuff, you know. So one would be, one would have their name and it'd be Jay. Um, I got called Shep. 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 Hmm. My great grandma called me Shep. Um, he was the fourth. Yeah. Stooge from the three uh, Stooges. At one time, the ugliest man in Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> hey, yeah. He really was. He had the title what of the ugliest. Why? What did she think of me? You look like Shep. No, that's awful. That's that's not true. I know, but uh, well, I think it's just because if she said Shelby, her teeth would fly out. So she just she shortened it. My name was I don't know if I I even went over this before, but my name was uh, just a random utterance by my uncle. My name was going to be Jeremiah after my my dad and my my parents are uh, they grew up in the seventies and stuff. So Mm -hmm. their Jeremiah was a bullfrog. I was getting ready. Three Dog Night. So I was going to be named after the Three Dog Night song. And my uncle, uh, who was the cooler, younger, much younger than my, my mom. Tattoos, lived in Ocean City, did a lot of surfing, you know. He was just like, you know, Jeremiah is going to be an awful name. Uh, Joshua. So they just said, I mean, really, Josh. it was an utterance that just came. You know. Is your name Joshua? Like, legal? Yeah. And the, okay, then you just go by Josh. Yeah. I, I, well, I go by anything. I don't know. Joshy. Joshy, yeah. No, uh, and I come to work I, and be like, Josh. Uh, Josh. <laughs> Josh. Yeah. See, uh, you know, and I, I never threw Joshy out there. I really didn't. Uh, I was just here one day, and one of our coworkers, Megan, just started mm-hmm. calling me Joshy. And I think she said that she knows someone who she calls Joshy, or she has a nephew, something like that. And she's like, is it okay? Is it, I don't want to embarrass you. And I said, you call me whatever you want. Okay. I don't care. So it's caught on now, though, that everyone will start calling right. me Josh. She calls me Tomato. 
Interesting. Yeah, she calls me tomato. It's endearing. Tomato. Yeah, she's like, how you doing, tomato? Hmm. And did she give a reason for that? No, she just told me she likes calling me tomato. Oh. I don't know. Is my face red all the time? I, I don't think so. I don't, know. I don't know. It doesn't bother me. I don't think it's like a slur. It's just her way of being uh, sweet. I, there is something to be said about, you know, endearing uh, nicknames, especially yeah. between two people, like just one yeah. person or another. My, we, we had been calling Wednesday Bean, mm-hmm. as in Bean Sprout, which I didn't, you know, the thing is, the funny thing is, uh, Sven Gulli did his airing, you know, when he took, and he, he said they're going to raise their bean sprout. And I didn't write, he wrote to me saying, I'm going to mention you on the show. Yeah. So you can kind of prepare and tell, hey, we're going to be on the show. Uh, but I didn't write anything about bean sprout, you know, and so I don't know where he got that or if he just thought of it. But Are you guys on the um, same wavelengths? Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, we, we decided <laughs> we didn't want soybean because Amanda is really... There's a, there's a scene in the office where Andy and Pam are on a sales call and he keeps touching her belly and saying, a little soybean, and it creeps her out. And so this creeps out Amanda as well. So she said, I don't want soybean. So I think it was my mother-in-law who said, what about bean sprout? So bean my mother-in-law sprout. is going to call her bean no matter what. You know, so she'll be 40 years old. My mother-in-law's going to be, oh, bean. You know, so hey, it, bean. So she's already going to get bean. And then, I don't know, I just thought there was something nice about calling her Wendy. You know, well, as, yeah, there's a, other, as a little nickname. I mean, uh, Stephanie calls me a very endearing nickname mm-hmm. Richard <laughs> we all know what that means oh yeah yeah no it rich she does it it's out of good fun she'll text me and she <laughs> Just call Richard, me Richard. Richard is my my wife's father's name. Oh, so oh, he I, completely lives up to the to the nickname Dick. Oh, okay. He just kind of abandoned them when oh, she was a kid. Okay. You know. Now I don't feel bad. I, but, I was uh, I was feeling a little like, no. <laughs> like, oh, and you know what that means. But she she was saying like you know if I was a boy they were going to name me Richard Junior. I was going to be a junior. I just thought that's you dodged a bullet there. Yeah, I'm named after you have my have, You know you have to have the name of the person who abandoned you for your whole life. Well, I yeah, because unless you change it or whatnot. And then and then you and then. It's like there's all this weight on your yeah. shoulders. Like you yeah. gotta live up and be better than exactly. than the person you, you got know. the name from, and that's yeah. that's too much to have to deal with. I, I met him a few times, and he's he's, he's just not he's a prick, man. He's a Richard. <laughs> he is. He is a Richard. Uh, we we had I remember we had lunch once, and it was at this like sports bar, you know. <laughs> and the dude shows up really. He shows up in like a cabana shirt, and I wear cabana shirts all the time. Like I'm a, like I'm a tourist from Florida, you know. But this dude shows up in a cabana shirt in like the douchiest way, you know. And his what his his new wife, she's got the bleached blonde hair and the show dogs, you know. He's, oh he's, my he's god. that kind of guy. Oh my god. It was it was absurd. We don't even talk about this. Oh, well, what a good lead-in to video games. <laughs> yeah, jump into video games here. Or games in general. See, this. I like this part of the show because this is where you teach me something. Uh, you always have, like, this... like desperation I didn't know about. Oh, uh, oh well, I'm about Cambria, to teach I had you. no idea. About... Oh, so, so which, now, by the way. I'm going to learn something new. Uh, since we've been here, I went to the show. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, we went to the show, and... Um, one of the girls we work with, well, here at the library went, and her boyfriend, mm. and then her friends, and then Stephanie had a friend who I think listens to her. She follows our Facebook page. Okay. Uh, that's, she that's came to the enough. show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Follow us. It was awesome. It was really cool. Alkaline Trio played, and my ears bled, and that's probably mm. probably why I ended up sick after I got home. That was awful. Yeah. Uh, I hated that band. Mothica, she's amazing. I fell in love with her. Mm. She's got a really uh, interesting story as to how she got into her. Her, her logo is a moth, but she hates moths. But it like 
like, like she, Batman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she, but she told us this story about, you know, being 15. I think she was abandoned and um, she tried to commit suicide. Uh, something happened with a moth. I can't necessarily remember the whole story. But then she ended up becoming a performer and, like, named her band Mothica. She's really awesome. Uh, Alkaline Tree. Don't, uh, don't even look them I up. I wouldn't, yeah. Yeah, oh, God. There's no reason yeah, they, that. they're so old they had to sit down through half <laughs> and now they try to do this weird, like, back-and-forth comedy duo yeah. between the lead guitarist and the lead singer. There was some, the other night, a Saturday night, there was a, a, a tone lock was down oh, at the park. Oh, my God, I know, Saturday. And I, I had thought about going. I really did I, for a while. But the, but the thing is, like, I would have gone just out of nostalgia and to see how, just how old he looks. Well, I guess he only played, like, two of his yeah, original songs. Well, he's only songs. got two songs. Well, so. yeah, and then yeah. all the other stuff he played, everyone was like, what's this? Who's this? But uh, my, my, my college roommate, his last name was Medina. So oh. Funky Cole Medina was his jam. Oh, my And God. he played that song, I'm not kidding you, man, like, 24-7, just on. Just no because. headphones, no head, no, just, like, you walk into the room, no matter what, you walk in, and Anytime, Funky Comedy, he blasted that stuff. You know, he loved that stuff. So I really wouldn't have enjoyed that, I don't think. I would have gone mainly because I wanted to see how old Tone was. And yeah. I mean, I've <laughs> see, seen some videos. Yeah. I mean, it, was, it wasn't bad. But yeah. It looked fun. Yeah. But there were a lot of people there, and I think I would have been put off by that, too. Well, uh, the show that we went to, it wasn't too bad. I mean, Coheed came out. I, I met them. Oh, my God. Wow. So I have, to talk, I have to talk about that really quick. So I was really nervous about that. And um, Josh, their drummer, was the coolest out of all of them. I w- of course. That's what we are. Jaw. We're cool. I was the second person in line to get my stuff signed. And um, so Josh was sitting at the end and I was wearing this shirt and he just looks up while he's like signing my stuff. And he was like, oh, my oh, my God, can you explain your shirt to me? And it's a king of hearts and he's got a sword and he's shoving it through the back of his own neck while he's smoking a cigarette. It's just. Cool. A, yeah, I love this place called Curbside Clothing. They have a lot of cool like prints. He's like, well, where did you get that from? I want to get one of those shirts. I was like, oh, and then Claudio got involved and he was like, oh, that's a really cool shirt. And I'm like, oh, my God. That is so cool. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was a really cool experience. And then they came out and they played one acoustic song for the mage, the VIP people. Mm. But it was a really great show. I got sick. It, I, we got rained on and I thought I had COVID. <laughs> um, didn't have COVID. That's good. Uh, the doctor thought I had RSV or mono. Yeah. I had neither of those. I just and I think I just got like my mm. I just got fluid in my well, ears. I got an ear messaging infection. you saying, you know, COVID. Oh, you know, and, and, and I, I told her <laughs> and it's, it's true. Like the, the, yeah. where, we are, where we are in our, in our lives and, and right now in 2022, someone gets sick. And like really my first thought was, oh, it's COVID. You know? Yeah. And that's that's a sign of our times when you're just like. Oh, they got COVID. Oh, oh, yeah, they got COVID. And, you know, and the thing is, yeah, you'll get to work or wherever and it'll say, oh, you know, it's going around. And it's, it's the new flu. It's like, oh, it's, it it's going around. And you just got to be like, all right, I might get COVID this week. And just kind of try yeah. to, you know. I mean, I don't make light of it. I still take it very seriously yeah. because the people that I, I'm around or that's in my life, you know, if they got sick, it probably wouldn't be Absolutely. very good on them. I mean, so, but yeah, I, I also. At home, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I try to, I take it very seriously, but I also try to like, you know, like when I went to the doctor and. He's he's feeling around and he just looks at me and he's like, "You've got COVID." And I was like, "I've got the COVID ID one <laughs> like, like what? But I, I didn't. But yeah. I, I did have my brain dug out. I, I had that awful swab. I've never had one. Yeah, that, that hurts. That that was insane. Um, I yelled, "Sweet Jesus." <laughs> 
at the nurse. Like I was so embarrassed. I was oh, sweet Jesus. I, I don't even know where that came from. I, I've done, I've yelled Jesus at a doctor and because every year I have to get my, my left ear, I had surgery. Mm-hmm. I had a, 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 essentially a cluster of cysts that erupted in my left ear canal. And I was, everything was spinning for like two days straight, like a merry mm-hmm. round. And I, I, I was going to go insane and they had to remove most of my inner ear. So now I, I have a lot of hearing issues and, and stuff. They actually severed a nerve that runs through your face. So it deadened half my tongue. <laughs> so oh, I, no. I can't taste. And I have this like consistent, like when you touch a battery, I have that sensation Ooh, on my tongue like intense. 24 hours a day. It mm. never goes away because there's a nerve that got cut. But anyway, they, they I have to go in once a year and they have to remove buildup inside my inner ear because it's just an empty cavity. There's nothing in there. There's... And so it hurts because it's it's whatever crap that your ear would naturally block out, you know, uh, yeah. doesn't happen. It doesn't, yeah. So I, I, I he'll go in there with tweezers and really they'll just pull this stuff out of my ear and it takes, it, I mean, it can't be more than like 20 minutes. It's horrifyingly gross, which my wife loves. She likes to see the gross stuff come it's out like of my Dr. ear. like Dr. Pimple Popper. Yeah. And it's, and it's stuff, it's like mucus and it, whatever gets in there just from being around the, being in, in the, the world. world. Yeah. Yeah. But it hurts so it's it's excruciating pain, and I've literally g- grabbed onto the table and yelled Jesus, and you know the doctor. Oh, every time he's like, oh, so I guess you're a little sensitive to pain. Like, <laughs> yes, yes I am. But I've I've done that, and he's yeah. like, you gotta be. And the thing is, you gotta be still. If he's in there and he knocks something, yeah. I have like a, a scarred bone that helps me move, mm-hmm. in there and that's it. It's all I have is the movement. And uh, if he hits that, I I'm extremely dizzy and sick for a while, like days, you know. So I gotta be very still. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus. So I want to jump up and be like, you idiot, and just, just smack him one. But I Give don't. Yeah, I, I was, I, I yelled, sweet Jesus. <laughs> it was really, it was, wow. I was embarrassed. Uh, and she laughed and then they shuffled me out of there quickly because they thought I had COVID. No COVID. That's good. I just had some viral infection and I took steroids and beefed up for a week. That's good. You know, yeah. didn't sleep and. Uh, we, we could have put this all off again, but I didn't Oh, no, to. I feel great. No, I, I feel to, great. Yeah. I, now I, I've got. Uh, 10 days of steroids oh, in me, so awesome. I'm, I, yeah. I'm cool. good. Uh, this, I, I didn't play any video games in the time mm. that I was sick, but I have been I have gotten into a new video game that I will teach you about. Okay. And and you should play it sometime. I'm, I'm okay. going to buy you a system for your birthday awesome. and make you... Make it a Switch. That'd be nice. Oh, I have that too. <laughs> uh, we have a Switch. I, I want to get one for Amanda. I don't, maybe a discounted one or something. Uh, I, and I, you can play this game on Switch. Money, you can play this game on Switch. It's so. time for Josh. He learned something new. <laughs> I wish we had a chalkboard. I could draw little diagrams for you. Okay, so I have been playing Diablo 3. It's not my kind of game. Normally, I like open world, Grand Theft Auto, Call mm-hmm. of Duty. But I'm a huge fan of D&D and role-playing games. Mm-hmm. And uh, Diablo is a role-playing game. But it's not like D&D because you could, anything that you do in this game with your character, you don't get to choose your the outcome. So you're going to play how the game is meant to be played and the outcome is going to be the same. But there's a lot of cool things about it. You can pick your character, your class, attributes, and then you pick up these different skill sets. So Diablo 3 was published by Blizzard Entertainment. Um, so it's it's a hack and slash game. I was reading about this just yeah. to brush up. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like a dungeon crawler. Um, mm-hmm. You have little missions that you'll complete if you play the campaign, but you're pretty much just going into these dungeons and slashing crazy. And my favorite, I don't know what he's called, but he's this giant, like, he's got, like, goo coming out of his belly, and you cut him up, and these worms fly out of him, and then you gotta kill the worms. But you can play it on PC, Xbox, PlayStation, and Switch. Okay. So you give Switch. We can play together if you do that. I like the Switch for, you know, just, you know, playability and 
sharing yeah. and whatnot. You put it on your phone. You can dock it and have it on your yeah. TV or handheld. Yeah. It's really cool. I want, I want Wendy to have a cool, yeah. a newer system, not a Wii. Just don't yeah. don't let her play Diablo. In the oh, well, yeah, I would, I would well, ease her and maybe give yeah. her Sims. You know, it, it yeah. reminded me, I just, I, I have not played this game. I don't want to have that out there. But in watching and looking at screenshots and whatnot mm-hmm. and hearing you talk about it, reminded me of like Duke Nukem or Doom. I don't know if you ever played it's, those. It, it's, it's kind of like Doom. That's what the, it always reminds me. That's what it reminds me like of. Very early computer games. And when I was a kid, we had... Had a, a just your standard Windows ninety five like uh-huh. a computer you know me too and it my and we only had it because my dad's friend gave it to him because he bought a new computer right because we didn't have the money but we had we had Duke Nukem and Doom and I, I guess I was maybe you know 12, 11, 12. You know, I, was, I was a kid but these games were just like bloody violent like oh. really you walk through the dungeon and you blow up horrifying monster well yeah that was it that's what i mean that's what this is it's like a new and improved doom except the story the story is pretty cool for Mm -hmm. this game there's seven classes i play the coolest one i am a demon hunter but you can be a barbarian a crusader a demon hunter a monk a necromancer a witch doctor or a wizard i'd be a necromancer i think i think that's what stephanie's character (laughs) is because we play together i'm pretty sure she plays the necromancer but this game is very character build centric so you have to to pay attention to how you build your character is going to be how well you actually do in the game. So, for instance, like my dexterity is like nine hundred, mm-hmm. <laughs> but my strength is, strength is like ten. Yeah, but you can play it in campaign mode or adventure mode, and I like adventure mode because you can do bounties or these things called rifts. And in the rift, you you go into this dungeon and you have to get one hundred percent completion. You have to kill one hundred percent of the beasts in this dungeon. And then you beat the boss. But all of like the bot they drop really cool gear. And this gear mm. you can you can put gemstones in it and make it really strong. Or, cool. Yeah. So it's it's pretty cool. You only carry four attributes. You carry strength, dexterity, vitality, and intelligence. My character is very dumb, very weak, <laughs> but I have a lot of vitality and dexterity. So I, maybe that's all you need when you're hunting monsters, you know. Uh, I've only died since we played, I've I my character's only died one time. So I am hard I am bad. Badass, and I just I button smash. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what uh, the, you know. The, the true essence of gameplay is button smash. Yeah, uh, uh, Nintendo original Nintendo Entertainment System. You know, you had those little paddles. Yeah. You just had a little had two buttons, and you know, you 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 know you came up against a really hardcore gamer when they flipped the controller upside down and just hit those buttons. Over <laughs> you know, they, they, like you're not even playing the controller the oh, way it's supposed to be held. You know? That was Pulling me the second Genesis. Just like buttons. what am I doing? But I'll give you just a really quick like rundown of what the game is about. Mm-hmm. So that obviously it's Diablo. 3, so this is the third Diablo. Uh, like the previous games, you are tasked with defeating the demon lord Diablo. Or not, because there are three games. Because there are three games, so Obviously clearly he's, he's, he comes keeps back. Going, yeah. um, so there's three acts. We all lose ourselves sometimes, I, I, lost, I haven't found myself. That's what our theme song is all about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are You Lost right. in the World Like Me yeah. uh, by Moby. I just saw our security guard. She's so quiet. She, she, she likes me. bugs. There was a weird bug that flew in on Saturday, and it landed on the floor, and I couldn't see it because of the carpet. You know, it's a weird, like a Berber carpet with a pattern. Yeah. You know, I couldn't see what this thing was. And I'm like, what? And I'm kind of down there staring at it. And she walks over and goes, huh, and smashes it on the ground. <gasps> and she's like, that was a very dangerous wasp. 
And I said, oh, okay. She's like, I like bugs. Thank <laughs> said, God Good. for security. Yeah. She yes. saved your life. Oh, yeah. She said it was like one of those Japanese uh, wasps, man. Oh, my that's God. That's what she said. I, I don't know if that's true. Oh. She's like, I, li- I like bugs more than I like people. I thought, Good, because I would have been like, ooh, bug. And, oh, and then you, you would have got, yeah, yeah. got stung by a Japanese bee. It would have stung me, yeah. Yes. I probably would have. I'm one of those people who's like, this looks interesting. I'll poke it with a stick. <laughs> and then what happens? <laughs> bad things. When you poke things with sticks, bad things happen to you. Trust me. They, yeah, they do. Yeah. They do. I bet I fought this bee in Diablo. With a stick? Probably. Oh, I okay. have my magic stick. Oh, okay. It's like I my magic wand. stick. I don't I've have got, one of those. I do. I just find a stick and like, hey, I'll I poke do. this thing. Well, my character is... Uh, uses a bow and arrow, hmm. which I, I never in any video game I play, I never pick the characters that use bow and arrows. I hate them. I like swords or wands. I'm not okay. I'm not good with that. But in this one, I'm a beast. So quick overview. I'm in Act 1. So the game takes place in this place called Sanctuary, and it's tw- it takes place 20 years after Diablo, Diablo 2. So there's this character, his name is Deckard Kane, and him and his ward, Leah, are in Tristram, Tristram Cathedral. They're investigating these ancient texts regarding an ominous prophecy, and a mysterious star falls from the sky, strikes the cathedral, creates a deep crater into which Deckard Kane disappears. So I have went through the realm, and I've found Deckard Kane in this. Does he look like Harrison Ford? I'm just Deckard, you know, like Blade you know, Runner is. He, he kind of looks like... Uh, you don't hear that name too often. The guy... Oh, God, you're going to kill me. He plays in Star Wars. He's... Uh, Mark Hamill? Yeah. He looks like Mark Hamill? He looks like an Interesting. old Mark Hamill. Maybe they were like, we're going to go with Deckard because we like Blade Runner, but we don't like Harrison Ford. Yeah. No, Mark Hamill. Your character, or me, or whoever, if you play this game, um, you accompany his ward, Leah, to the cathedral, and you find him, and uh, you learn that the only way to get him out, and, and you have to defeat the skeleton key is you have to find the fallen star that has created this okay. crater. I mean, I don't know. It's a pretty, it's for me, it's a really fun game to just like forget about. Like there's really no, there's a storyline, but I don't really follow the storyline too much. It's just like, yeah. oh, I gotta go here and kill all those things. And you know, just, be, I like to build my character up and be big. And there was, you know, again, going back to the early days of Windows 95, <laughs> when, uh, <laughs> we, we, you know, we had a few games, my brother and I and Duke Nukem, mm-hmm. Doom, and we had Grand Theft Auto. And oh. at, the, at that time, Grand Theft Auto was it was an aerial view game. You yes, looked it down was. onto mm-hmm. like an aerial view. <gasps> you played the PC? Yeah. Okay, I did and, too. I had London. You know, I for all I know, there really was a story to this, but in the even in this early aerial view crappy <laughs> pixel game, you could run over people and yeah. get guns and shoot them. I mean they steal their the, cars. The gameplay, yeah. You you were given a gun and it shot little tiny little round things that just flew all over the place because yeah. that's yeah. what we had back then. And you could and the, the big thing what you wanted to do was find the jogging team. Mm-hmm. It was a jogging team that just ran through the city and if you ran down all the jogging team you got another player. Yep. And it, 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 so I don't, I really don't know if they intended like we have a story for this game. I just know that all anyone wanted to do was steal a car and run people over and shoot them and it, it was all yeah. violence, you know. Which is why I didn't really play it because I I mean that's what Doom and Do- Doom and Duke Nukem, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're in, these are guys thrown into situations where they're in hell or something and they're literally killing monsters to 
to stay alive, you know. Yeah. Which, that I get. Like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm in a, a weird cave and I have a, a giant flamethrower. I'm going to burn shit. Like, I get that. But I, I just didn't understand, like, the gameplay of, of this, you know, all your your motive is to kill stuff. And not just stuff, people. You're, 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 you're in the game to mow down people. And I, I really didn't, I to this day, I've never understood it. Even even the new Grand Theft Auto, that's, there are so many of them oh, now, but well, I but just... It's fun. You get to play a character who is, I beat it twice, okay. and, and you get to play three different characters in the new Grand Theft Auto, and, and one of them, Trevor, is a man who lives in a trailer park. <laughs> he's got a mullet. Hmm. Every time you switch to his character, he's drunk on a rooftop in his underwear. Well, see, I mean, now I would think there uh, there's a plot and missions. Yeah, there are. Yeah. And interesting characters. I'm yeah. Like, in this, at this time, you have just a little fuzzy guy that you see from above. <laughs> <laughs> and you yeah. just get you you know you you get in a little car you get a gun like there was no honestly I don't think there was a there were uh, was a mission to follow I just think you were placed down in there and your whole it's just thing is just kill stuff and you would get points as you killed people by various means you got points <laughs> so that must have been the reason but I, I don't know I mean that's well, just me that's well, no, my I, get it. You know. I mean you know Diablo I think is a lot different than that and yeah I mean you're you're trying to kill Satan I wanted to and yeah and like the same thing with with Duke Nukem. Like I wanted to follow a story where, yeah. like, we're killing monsters for a reason. You may maybe some kind of fantasy play, you know, that, things happen. Yes, that's There's, what this is. You know, when you're just in a car mowing down uh, joggers on a game and getting points, that gets old pretty quick. For me, anyway, yeah. I would get old, that would get old. You know, it, there was no, you didn't change. You you weren't a new guy the next time. You were always you're this little fuzzy same. dude who you just saw from above, <laughs> and you just got in these little cars and just blew up things, blew up things, drove I them mean, into, into houses and whatnot. I I have always liked. I mean, I played uh, Grand Theft Auto London, which was the same way as a PC style game. I had the map of London taped to my wall so that I could, while I was on my PC, I could look at the map. Okay, that's something. Yeah, and Uh, I loved to steal cars, and then I would take them and and hawk them, and you know, get all this money. And you know, and I was was thinking about this, you know, because really my game, my gaming history is is stuff like that, Uh, Zelda, you know, uh, early entertainment systems, uh, Mm -hmm. maybe up to. I remember one time we did have uh, Sega Genesis. And, you know, when I was a kid, anyway, it was all about Mortal Kombat. That was it. Oh, I love Mortal Kombat. At lunch, everyone's talking about Mortal Kombat. And I'm the poor kid who we don't don't have that. We we didn't even have a Nintendo for a long time because we just couldn't afford one, you know. So I'd go to friends' houses and I'd play these games. And so my knowledge of them was, you know, going to someone's house and playing Mario for a few rounds. And then I don't know what happens after that. You know, because I don't have the game. This is... Uh, So, uh, same thing. I, I don't know what happens after this because... Because I don't have it. I can't play. So I, I'm not going to... If you're talking about uh, fighting Goro, I'm not there. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you don't know. Uh, we had something like Duke Nukem on a PC, you know. They never... You know, the, the thing that bothered me, I was I, I was reading about this thinking, like, I want to talk about all the movies that mm-hmm. came about, especially in the 90s. It seemed like the 90s like a, like a lawless wasteland of, yes. of, of gaming movies. Maybe because they had no one to answer to. Like, hey, uh, we have all these games and uh, let's get people to play them. What do we do? Well, let's make... Uh, Mortal Kombat movie, which was actually, you know, even now, watching it now, it's like from 95, 93, uh, even now, it's an interesting movie, you know, practical effects wise and like story wise. 
you know, uh, there was never a Duke Nukem movie. There was no. They made Doom, which was awful, with uh, with <laughs> yeah. The Rock, you know. Yes. Um, but I always wanted to see a Duke Nukem movie, and they, there was always talks, and it never happened. Uh, well, I don't know that they'll ever do a Diablo movie, maybe. But the next video game, if, if they made a movie, I, oh, man, I'd be on that shit. This this of, of, video of game. You know, of the next game oh, I'm going to talk about. Okay. So it's, it is probably by far one of my favorite video games. I've beat it twice. It's beautiful. Uh, the first time, it actually, things don't make me cry. Like, I'm not the type of person who watches movies or reads books, and I, mm. this stupid game made me cry because no matter what you do, the main character is going to die at the end. It's an open world game, okay. it's a world, but no matter what you do, he's going to die of tuberculosis at the end. And it's, oh my god, it's hard to Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2. Have you ever played Red Dead? I, I haven't, but I've seen, you know, again, I looked it up just mm-hmm. to see what it was about. And it seems like it could be done as a movie, a Western. It could be you done know, as a really movie. good Western. But the yeah. story is really, the story is what got me. Um, So it's a prequel game. There was a Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. And then I think they did like a Zombies Red Dead Redemption. I hated that game. But this was done by Rockstar Games. It came out in 2018. And it's an open world game. I mean, you obviously have quests. Yeah. You're in this band of uh, outlaws. But it's very realistic. So you live off the land. You hunt. You fish. Your beard grows. You, you have to like shave your beard. You have to tend to your horse. You have to eat. You have to take medicine. You have to like... like a better version of Oregon Trail. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A beautiful <laughs> People game. don't ever play Oregon Trail. Just to, you'll just die. You'll die uh, in the first uh, few minutes and you'll be like, why am I dead? Everyone's dead in Oregon Trail. Everyone's. Everyone gets dysentery and dies. It's just that's the, <laughs> this is the name <laughs> of the game. This is the, yeah. Avoid dysentery. You're not going to do it. I mean, in this game, luckily, I mean, ugh, Arthur Morgan. You play as this character named Arthur Morgan and the other game you played is a guy named John Marston. But he, John Marston, comes into this game. So picture it. America, 1899. <laughs> Where the deer and the antelope lay. <laughs> the end of the Wild Wild West era has begun. After a robbery goes badly wrong in the western town of Blackwater, Arthur Morgan and the Vanderland gang, mm. his name is, the main guy, his name is Dutch Vanderland, they, they're forced to flee Blackwater. And there's uh, federal agents on their trail and bounty hunters, the best in the nation. And the gang... The Vanderlyn gang. You have you you must rob and steal and fight your way across the rugged heartland in order to survive. <laughs> I play this. Yeah, it, yeah, it's really it's a great game. And, and there's a lot of like between the characters. There's stories that build. There's like seven or eight characters in this gang. And Arthur has a different relationship with a lot of these characters. Uh, one, his name is Micah, and Micah's like a really he's a tough character for Arthur to to deal with and get along with. Micah's real. He likes to get into bar fights, and I mean you go into you go into bars with him and he'll start like doing stuff yeah. <laughs> and, he's, and you've got to try and you know you've either got to fight or die or whatever but in the end Arthur realizes that his friend Dutch and and the leader of their gang has pretty much kind of taken them astray and led them down this like they, he's led them to a really bad place and Arthur's getting sick so your character your character can be super fat or skinny it all depends on what you feed him what you're doing but huh. towards the end of the game Arthur starts like you'll be riding your horse and Arthur Arthur starts to cough and he's like getting sick and skinny and you take medicine and it'll make him feel good for like an hour and then he just still smoke a cigarette. So he's like dying in real time. He's dying in real time in this game and he, you know, obviously has tuberculosis and you start seeing hints of this like very early on in the game where you're out doing whatever, fishing, hunting, killing other Western 
people and he'll and he toes yeah yeah <laughs> and the screen will start like going orange and he'll bend over and cough and it's just a one and okay. you're yeah and then you're like oh but you don't get it right you don't understand why that's happening until the end and it's horrifying Arthur has to fight Dutch and all of these people who have ultimately become his family and he dies alone and so it's like midnight Stephanie's asleep next to me and I get to the end of the game and I'm sitting up on the bed and the sun's setting <laughs> this beautiful country music is playing in the background and Arthur is riding his horse into the sunset and like having these flashbacks like of his Shane, life. Almost. Yeah, yeah. And and then... It's you, an old western for you folks out there. Oh, for you youngins. You youngins. But then he, he like he falls off of his horse and you have to do... It'll tell you on the screen to do certain things while he's dying. Like he's grabbing his chest and he's coughing and you're, you're a very... Uh, it's a very interactive death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was horrifying. I mean, it, it made me cry though because it was really sad because it's like this moment in this character's life where he's realizing like he lost the love of his life this thing that he's been doing with this gang is just it was pointless it was useless people died it was unnecessary um and then it's too like there's nothing he can do he's just gotta like with his horse just him and his horse and he just dies and this is and then the game closes out and it become it literally opens up and you become john marston and you have all of Arthur's money, all of Arthur's clothes, his horse, and you have your wife and child, and you get to pick building plans for your ranch, and you build a house, and then you just literally milk your cows and build fences. And So, like, screw him, I'm just going to take all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, but him and all John were close. Stuff, yeah, okay. but, but the, the way that the game gives you everything you've you've earned yeah. with Arthur, but it's just funny uh-huh. to me at the end, and the game never ends. Mm-hmm. It just continually goes on, like, you can go back and get 100% completion. That's, that's pretty interesting. But it's it's a beautiful. It, it really is like the music's cool, the clothes, like I everything. I love to grow his beard, and I do like funky things to his hair. And I'm I'm trying to grow it you know, like a longer, maybe not long, too long, but a thicker beard. beard. Uh, I will show I'm, you I'm my Arthur. Man. I'll show yeah. you my Arthur beard, and you might you might want to yeah. go that direction. I, I use beard products. Do you? Yeah, beard balm and beard oil. Uh, I'm currently wearing it. It's called What the Cuss, and it's What the Cuss. It's uh, it's <gasps> based on fantastic. Yes, Mr. Fox. So okay. it's it's uh, blueberry what apple, the cuss. and it's uh, got a hint of a burning uh, whack bat cone. So oh, that is. Know. Can we every time since every Wes time Anderson we've been... has been like one of my favorite directors for my whole life. Oh, I remember my... being in Atlanta and going to see Fantastic Mr. Fox. I had to trek across Atlanta and go to this multiplex and, and loved it. Oh my god, oh, my, my wife loves it too. My wife read she even went so far as to read the book by Raul Dahl. As, uh, I yes, I've read yeah. that, but the movie. Oh my god, I forgot about that. It's, <laughs> It cracked me up and when it's like the mole head. is underground and he's just like, yeah. cuss you. Like, yeah. Like, oh my, and he, oh his my little, God. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, Amanda does that all the time. That's like her little thing. Really? You can't really whistle that one. I feel like every time we it want to say a cuss system. word, we should just say cuss. Cuss, yeah. And that's, like I like Smurfs. Your, just, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the cuss is this? We at least have to say it one time every episode. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, just one. This is for you, Amanda. Yeah, we've we've adapted a new uh, trait in our show just for you. Yeah. We know you're listening. We know you enjoy it. Uh, hopefully, I don't know. She hasn't said she didn't enjoy it. She said she liked it, and you know she had notes and couldn't think of those notes when pressed for them. And you know, maybe she'll write it down next time. I hope she'll write it down. Stephanie just likes things, her podcast. You know. Does she have notes? She didn't make notes. She's just when it comes to her mind, she just and and she she's running our Twitter. 
Yeah, that's true. Uh, mm-hmm. We have a Twitter. Tarts you uh, on Twitter. Tarts you, which she didn't even yeah. mean to do. She, I guess she just, when you pointed it out, I was like, Stephanie, you just tarts you. <laughs> she was like, no, Twitter did that. <laughs> Twitter did wow, I didn't know that. I thought that you had come with that. Uh, definitely, you know, folks, when you go to buy a piece of our merch, it's going to be a shirt that says yes. Tarts you on it. So be prepared for that to happen in the future. Yeah, um, I can't wait for that. Yeah. You know, our significant others love the podcast. That's clear. Or they, us. They've told us. Or us, too. Yeah. I mean, I guess they love us, too. Oh, God, this brownie's good. But, Sorry. Uh, okay. As, as long as you enjoy it. I mean, if, if it's, if it's crap and you're just like, oh, this is so good, you know, that'd be a little different. No, but. I would set it behind the computer and oh, okay. set it and forget it. Oh, I got a brownie here. I'll have it later. It'll be I'll wonderful. I'll when I get home. I'm sure it's delicious. Uh, no, this is really good. But Brandon has said, that, uh, 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 told me that he likes the podcast. Um, he says it's uh, entertaining and he likes to listen to us talk. And, and banter. I don't know. That was something for me. I mean, that, I, yeah. I, I don't know. It, you know, we're going to get him on the podcast. We're going to do it. He's going to be a guest. And you, you know, everyone out there in podcast land who's listening to us, all 70 of you, hopefully more, please listen to our podcast. Please, please, please listen to our podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my brownie, listen my to the boys podcast. That, that's <laughs> Hurley Boy, man. One of the best SNL sketches ever done. It's just, it's Adam Sandler begging for attention and Chris Farley being mad at you for not giving it to him. And that's just, it's all you, you have need. done less impressions this episode. <laughs> I have. The, the second I, one was great. <laughs> Stephanie and I were cracking up when I was doing the editing. I was like, oh my God. I've been listening intently to Shelby talking about gaming. Uh, Howard Cassette. Uh, Howard Cassell, or uh, that was less Howard and more like just, uh, just uh, I don't know, an announcer. My announcer, that's my announcer voice. You know, oh, that's my, my fast voice. talking announcer voice. You know, the, maybe um, I just you more did a like, lot of uh, more like uh, news, like the old news, timey newsreels when they were always announcing things very fast and very loud. Uh-huh. And, you know, that, that, uh, Howard's more like this. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Howard's got more of that. Yeah. It's the, the, the voice you think you're going to hear when you're uh, sitting in a, in a... I always thought Howard Cassell sounded like the, the voice that you're you're expecting a policeman to give to you when you're sitting in the, in the, the interrogation room, you know, like... The, if you're if you when you get arrested, I just expect the cops to sound like we picked you up downtown and this is what we're gonna book you for. Like I didn't I didn't do it. It reminds we me. We know of the, you did. It reminds me of the voice of uh, the guy who did the '60s like Batman TV land show. Yeah, in the beginning. Um, <laughs> 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 mean what? Uh, you know they they show Batman at the end of um after, after Spangoli they shoot two episodes of Batman. Oh, and I you know just for comedic value that show is just, every single time without fail no matter what the cops just immediately bow out immediately oh, no matter no matter what's going on it's like the only person who can solve this is batman well you're right commissioner like what are you guys even there for my favorite episode is when batman gets drugged at that party have you ever seen it and him he's and, doing the dance yeah, yeah. him and robin oh, get drugged boy. and then he's all like and then the guy whoever's doing this like narration <laughs> is talking about batman being drugged it's funny <laughs> it just reminds me of that so, can you do mario and luigi can i like uh, Wait. their voices mm-hmm. uh, it's a Mario. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, no, there, there's supposed to be a new, like a Netflix. Uh, I, I would, I would hope this is going to be an animated feature. But like Charlie Day is going to be Luigi. I know that oh. uh, from It's Always Sunny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember who's going to be Mario. Maybe Chris Pratt is going to be Mario. But um, it's supposed to be like an animated thing, you know, because I think they, <laughs> I think they learned. I, that's the thing. Like I, you know, I in just preparing for this, I just for just um, enjoyment, I guess, I watched the Sonic the Hedgehog movies, you know, and they're not too bad especially the, you know the first one i what i hate
think most about any kind of cartoon or game adaptation is where they're like, what do we do? Well, we'll throw them in modern day New York. But they're Smurfs. Yeah, the magic tunnel. Like, they're, they're always, like, let's yes. just take them and throw them into modern day New York City. And I just, who, the people writing these movies are just like the laziest people on earth. And, you know, and maybe it comes down to the fact that, like, they're 20 somethings and, like, what the hell's a Smurf? You know, they don't yeah. know what they're doing. They've never seen the Smurfs. But it's, all, it's always like that. So when I saw this first Hedgehog movie, I thought, well, man, they're just, they're taking him and they're throwing him into uh, uh, the real world, you know? Well, they did it in a really good way, I thought, with the rings kind of opening up portals and, you know, <laughs> he's not cool. supposed to be here. You know, it's not like, uh, you know. A, it's not like uh, he just did, like the Smurfs. Yeah. yeah not like, like oh, there's a many tunnels going in there and uh, we're in New York and, oh, yeah, we're Smurfs. What's a Smurf? Well, we're Smurfs. Like, no. It, w- once he gets there, immediately it's like, what is this thing? And, you know, but Ben Schwartz is the voice and he was Jean Ralphio and uh, <laughs> <laughs> flushed with cash. Uh, I love Jean Ralphio. I love Ben Schwartz. Parks and Rec. Was, yep. Yeah. Um, but he plays the voice of Sonic and, and it's enjoyable, you know. Mm-hmm. And James Marston, who is like the go to actor for a uh, Let's Stare at Nothing movie. Like, yeah. James Marston's uh, Hop. He was in Hop, Hop. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Like, he's always the guy in the movie who's like, James, you got to stare over here. Uh, we're going to put him in over here. And he's good at that, you know. But he's the, the dude, the, uh, I don't remember the names here, but the every cartoon or, or game adaptation they run into a live action person. Oh. He is live action person, you know. He is like, but, he's like the NPC, like the non-playable. Yeah, player. yeah. And, you know, and, uh, and, you know, and he fights Robotnik, played by Jim Carrey, who is amazing as Robotnik, honestly. Oh, he is just see, crazy and I, weird. I just, um, he bothered. Jim, Jim Carrey did as Robotnik? Yeah. Um, I don't know why. I mean, I, I can't say he is in general as yeah. I think an individual he's he's him in real life yeah I mean just that's, awkward. he's just playing himself with a big mustache he really was I yeah. mean after he attacked that girl on the red carpet like I don't yeah I don't I don't honestly you know I was thinking about this like what what were the storylines for the Sonic games and I don't I, I they probably had one I don't remember I remember playing them obviously but Logan I, loves so, them but I don't remember that. I don't know I, don't, I know they had the rings and I know the the the, uh, the the gems you know the chaos emeralds I know that yes. was the thing mm-hmm. uh, so in the second movie I think what's great about the these is that in the second movie they I think they realized like what people want to see is the game that they played yeah. made real. So yeah. they dramatically cut down the live action people so that, you know, James Marson and his girlfriend, they're off at a wedding. And so they'll cut into it here and there and you'll see them. But for the most part, the first movie was a lot of him, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of Sonic in the real world. The second movie was a lot of Sonic fighting Knuckles with Tails. And, you know, they, they don't look necessarily real. I, I mean, haven't seen know, the but, second one. So is, I'm trying to, because we went to the theater to see the first one is mm-hmm. kn- Knuckles and Tails are not in the first one, right? No. No, no. they're in the second. They okay. you the, Tails is the, <clears throat> I guess, the Easter egg at the end of the movie where they show oh, him okay. and you're like, oh, he's going to be in the sequel. And in this one, I, 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 okay, after Sega Genesis, I have never played a Sonic game. So I don't, they glimpse a female hedgehog. Yes, I don't know I who that remember. is. I, I don't, I honestly, I've never played those games. So she could very well be a character in the games. But I think it was a good, it was a good choice to be like, you know, here's more of 
just the hedgehog being fun, you know, uh, because, you know, it, it really, when it comes down to uh, these days, a, a, a movie based on a game are usually awful. Like they made a, oh. they made a movie about Rampage. I don't know if you ever played Rampage, but I never played it Rampage. was an arcade game and it was just I think you could be a giant lizard. You could be a, like a King Kong. You could be. Uh, oh, wait a and minute. I know this up buildings, yes. And the whole point is yes. to smash it to hell and then you win. They made a movie about Rampage where the giant monkey, the King Kong mm-hmm. character, is like owned by The Rock and like it's his friend, you know? That is a game that deserves absolutely no backstory. Okay. No. You, you climb up buildings a la King Kong and a you smash King them. Kong. That is it. You know, you don't have to be like, well, I, I get that he's smashing buildings, but why? Why, why monkey? Why we are you smashing buildings? The, didn't we already have this movie once? Like with King Kong? With King Kong, yeah. But and that's what I'm saying. Like, or, or like, uh, <laughs> they, they made a, they made a movie about Battleship where, I mean, and, and you honestly, you could have taken that movie and had made it be like a war movie or something yeah. where they're blowing up. But, but no, aliens are involved. Now, I don't know about you, Shelby, but every time I played Battleship, I didn't see a single damn alien anywhere. Half the time I played on pen and paper. Yeah, but on the box, nothing. I never no. saw an alien under the water going like, "You want to blow up a battleship? Beep we can beep do that." Beep 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 beep. I mean, it, it, yeah, it, it was ridiculous. But you know, I don't, I don't want to harp on this for, for too long, honestly. Well, real quickly, I found female oh, Sonic. Okay, okay. So when you Google it, her name—I mean, her name is Amy Rose, but she's female Sonic. Oh. And uh, she's a pink hedgehog and Sonic self-proclaimed girlfriend who is an energetic tomboy. Huh. Even um, there was a, a Sonic. Hedgehog cartoon yeah, that I watched as yeah. a kid because uh, Jaleel White, Urkel, was the voice of Sonic, right? And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, he talks like this. Come on, Tails. <laughs> like, he he was playing uh, uh, Urkel as Sonic and it's, you know, if you're, if you're a kid in the 90s, like, you watch home, uh, mm-hmm. Family Matters anyway, yeah. so it's like, oh, we'll just watch the Sonic cartoon. And I don't remember anything about it, honestly. I don't. I, it probably had a story, too, where it's like Robotnik and Tails and all kinds of jazz. Robotnik's but, the father and they're the maybe. I don't, I don't orphan know. children. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it was easier. I don't know if it was easier for the companies mm-hmm. in the 90s to just be like, you know, there aren't a lot of, there's all this competition, there's not a lot of laws about, so, like, let's just take Mario and make a movie. <sighs> or let's just take Street Fighter and make a movie. Like, the, I remember watching the Street Fighter movie and thinking it was pretty cool, only mostly because in the 90s, Jean-Claude Van Damme was, mm-hmm. like, the dude. Oh, you know, of he was course. Raul Julia was the bad guy. You know, this was the last film. And uh, it, it, that, I I kind of remember a story about, but not much, just fighters being dropped off, like Mortal Kombat, yeah. fighting in a tournament, you know, uh, but I remember that very well. Uh, but Have you seen any a, newer ones? Like, like uh, newer video so, game I movies? Mean, yeah, because, well, Assassin's Creed, uh, I think, sucks, yeah, but there's Resident Evil. Resident Evil, mm-hmm. my wife loves them. Uh, we, she even bought the, the deluxe Blu-ray, yeah. like all the movies, you know, and I never played that either. I, I, I saw, she has it, so I would see her, I don't, I don't really play games, okay. you know, so I'm going to watch her that's games. fair. That's fair. And I, so I would watch her play Resident Evil, and it, I, I saw the similarities. And Amanda's she, cool. She is. She plays Resident Evil. She's very cool. She plays Resident Evil. Amanda. Um, and you we know, need to like. And it's to the point where like together. when because uh, they ha- they have some kind of Netflix adaptation now, like a they show. Do. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I want to call and it Umbrella Academy. <laughs> she she watched it, or yeah. she didn't watch the show, but she saw the preview, and mm-hmm. she was like, oh, and she was t- talking about the character names, and I'm like, I don't know, Leon. But she's and... saying like, you know, there's one where you can like look up her dress or something. And yep. Like how how the game's 
changed, I suppose. They have uh, changed, yeah. You know, um, so she knows character names and all that stuff. She knows what happened to them. Oh, that's so all cool. Yeah, she's a, she's a gamer. great. Yeah, she is great. Stephanie is like the she's biggest gamer I know. Oh, man. Oh, my God. She plays so many. Well, the, her thing is, uh, oh, my God, Last of Us. The Last of Us? That sounds familiar. Yes. Uh, yeah. it, so it's a, she plays the, the video game and she's so excited for the show. And mm. I'm actually really excited for it. But if you, to watch her play video games, like she, she's so humble about it. <laughs> she's like, I, I tell her all the time, like, she's really good. Oh, no, I'm not. I mean, she's playing Tony Hawk right now. Yeah. But yeah, she's like really great at that stuff. And it's caused me to get into it. And then I, there are some of these like things I want to watch that's coming out based on video yeah. games. That's the hard part is that you have to take these things and try it. You know, when, when you, I'm not advocating for actually watching Super Mario Bros. It, it is an awful movie that like Garbage Pail Kids will hurt you in your soul when you're done with it. It really will. Like, is I, this the movie? Is this the same one I'm thinking? Or there could be multiple where they're plumbers and mm-hmm. they, okay, yeah. and they end up going in and it they was, become animated? No, it was, it was directed by a bunch of, uh, by two people who had done music videos in the 90s, right? That was their only credit where they were, they directed music videos. And they had, from what, I, I mean, that's the thing. When you watch this thing, it, like those movies of the 90s, like it's, it's 90 minutes mm-hmm. and you get everything in 90 minutes. So if there are major plot holes, there are major plot holes and you're screwed. And you just get over it. So go play the game. Yeah. And, it, you know, and someone somewhere was like, you know, <laughs> we should get Bob Hoskins to be Mario. And that tracks kind of because he's a certain, you know, bigger guy. You know, he's got the mustache and mm-hmm. he, he's a, a, a an English actor and he does the, a great like he was Eddie Valiant in Who Framed Roger okay, Rabbit. Yep. I mean, he does that voice, that that gritty, like he could easily do it. So that I get. Yeah. But someone was like, you know, there's this other guy we want to get for his brother, Luigi, John Leguizamo. And and no one, no one was like, hey, oh, but he, but he's Latino. Yeah, yeah, but but, but he's John Leguizamo, huh? <laughs> yeah. And you know, that's the thing. You know, people have to sign off on these things. You know, they have to sign off and they have to give money. Yeah. So at some point, people were like Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo, <laughs> easily brothers. I mean, those guys look I, ju- exactly alike. Good grief! I mean, I could never tell the difference. And, you know, and uh, there's a girl who's a princess, Peach, and uh, she's from an underground world where there are dinosaurs that you a- access to the sewer. <laughs> no, follow me here. That you access to the sewer. Uh, she, I, I think she's I from the real this. world and she's taken there and she escapes. But uh, Bowser, who for anyone who's ever played a Mario game is a giant snapping turtle. Bowser is played by Dennis Hopper as a leather clad, slick haired underworld kingpin. He is in no way a dinosaur. He in is. no way a snapping turtle. No. It, it is a it's remarkably like absurd. Yeah, it, okay. it is a remarkably absurd movie because they, they go down to find her because she, Luigi, I don't, see this is the thing, Luigi develops the crush on the princess. Not and they Mario? Go, No, and they go in and Mario begrudgingly, uh, the whole movie, Bob Hoskins as Mario begrudgingly <laughs> helps him like, oh crap, you know, he just he goes down there to help his brother out of a jam. I mean, it, it, is, it is absurdly ridiculous. I feel like I've seen, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen the whole movie, but I remember mm. being a kid and watching like the opening credits of Mario and Luigi in it's, their plumber's know, van. They feature the music. Um, at one point, they put on these uh, like jumper shoes that mm-hmm. let you jump really, because in the game, That's the part you, I've ju- seen. you can yes, jump really with high. With the little shoes yeah. with the wings or whatever. And so they have those to jump and it's at one point, I, I'm, I think he even, Mario gets a mallet, you know, and so he's hitting the bed. You know, it, it is... Wow, is it awful? I mean, it's it's bad. It was, it was all of the cho- every choice in that movie was wrong. Every choice, but from the beginning to the end. But it's out there. You can you can rent it at the library right now if you want to. You know, after this, I might 
just so I can see Princess Peach and the Dragons it or is, Dinosaurs. You know, and it's it's an actress who is um who's been in other things. I honestly I'm blanking on the name, but if you when you see her, she's been in other things, especially in the nineties, she was in things. You know, they got the names of the time, you know. I mean it's not like they were they were finding unknowns to play these people, but it was just just, just absurd casting, uh, especially Bowser. I love Dennis Hopper. Anytime he's a bad guy, especially he's great at it, but he is just terrible. He looks like an underworld drug dealer with slick backed hair. He's wearing like metal and <laughs> and leather. Princess Daisy. Yeah. Is that yeah. her? Yep. Not, not Samantha even, Mathis. Samantha Mathis. Yeah. Okay. Samantha Mathis has been a, a good number of things since then. They even have uh, Yoshi, who is the only dinosaur in the movie, I think. He is actually a little tiny dinosaur, animatronic, of course, because back in the day, we had practical effects. Like, we were really scared by things. So... There's prostitutes in this movie? It wouldn't surprise me. Well, because I'm looking at the cast, <laughs> and it's like Spike, Scapelli, yeah. Iggy, prostitute, <laughs> narrator. <laughs> yeah. Carlene Moore plays a prostitute, so. It's... Yeah, you know, and the effects are just absurdly weird, and, and like the, the Goombas are full-grown men with Goomba heads, like the little mushroom, the little brown Goomba guys, oh, just God, Goomba heads. Oh, that's worse heads. than Garbage Pail Kids. I think they give oh, me nightmares. Man. Garbage Pail Kids, I had my wife watch with me. I told her at the beginning you don't have to watch this movie if, I, if, if at any point you want to bow out you tell me and I'll turn this off and she did and did so, she make it through she did the whole thing and I, I checked the time on this many times because I just I could not bear it. it it's it's hard it's hard to get through and now it's in my it's, car for it's me to terrible. watch there's there's a musical number what it is, is today we would have a CGI garbage pail kids then it was little people in grotesque animatronic heads that's all it was, you know? I mean, because that's the thing. You know, kids now, they could be, you know, oh, I watched this movie and, oh, the monster was terrifying. No. No, it wasn't. In no, the, not in the until. 80s and 90s, when you have a little person in a gigantic, monstrous child head that only makes two or three mouth movements, that's horrifying. Okay. We had, because it's real. Like, it's visceral. You know, like uh, yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is still one of the best, uh, anime, you know, movies out there when it comes to oh, practical effects, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. because especially the sequel, when you get to and Razar, like it's a giant guy in a giant werewolf costume, like snarling and yelling, and not to mention Vanilla Ice is in that movie. I mean, my friends used to call me Vanilla Ice. I even had a beach towel they bought me with his body on it. <laughs> we were at uh, Dairy Cream Corner, and you know, they, they yell out the the orders. And this this woman, she she just up in the window, and there's a little a chocolate baby cone, and she's like, "Baby chocolate, and I <laughs> baby chocolate." I turned over and I said, "That's what they used to call me when I lived in Cincinnati." <laughs> and she chocolate? just burst into laughter, but that yeah. Uh, they didn't call me that. Vanilla Ice, you gotta hit it to him, man. His first song, right out of the gate, The Ice is Back. <laughs> the, ice the Ice is, is back. back. Where the hell was he? I've never seen him before. He was here, we didn't even know. And he was like, The Ice, ice is, is back. back. And you gotta hand it to him. God, he was a character. He still is, man. He, I, I saw a, a video of him uh, just ranting about, like, yeah, essentially how much better the 90s were clothes-wise and, like, all the designs and the, the, the neon. He said that? Know. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. I think he's done a lot of drugs. Probably. Yeah. I think. And he was on the surreal life. I remember the surreal life yes. when, when that was on. I remember watching him on that. It was him and a bunch of people. But he was going by Rob. You know, he was he was back to being Rob then. He wasn't vanilla. <laughs> I think he's I think he's Rob now. What's his name? Rob Van Winkle. Rob which, Van Winkle. Honestly, isn't that his name? No I think his name is Rob Van Winkle. Ice. And yeah, uh, at one point he was just like, no, nope, they call me Ice. And, you know, forget the whole Van Winkle part. But I think now he's like, no, my name's Rob. Could you imagine Ice Van Winkle? <laughs> 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 or any, any derivation 
Nation, uh, Rob Van Winkle, a.k.a. Vanilla Ice. Like, anything. You can't even have that on your album anywhere. Like, <laughs> Vanilla, Vanilla Ice Winkle. is himself. That's it. Yeah, because anyone's going to be like, dude, I have this Vanilla Ice album, but did you know his name's Rob Van Winkle? It's right here on the album cover. Like, no. Uh, you know, produced. Produced by, by Rob Van Winkle. Vanilla um, Winkle. I really wish he would have called himself Vanilla you Winkle. You know, <laughs> Vanilla Winkle. I don't know, man. He got into all that, that uh, stuff with Queen. Yeah. Or, it's like I added one note in the middle and that changes everything. I didn't plagiarize anyone. I like, did. you clearly plagiarized Queen. Anyone who's ever listened to Queen knows that Ice Ice Baby is that that begin, that riff in the beginning is under pressure. Hands down. Yes. Hands down. Yeah. The, to the point where if you if you heard that song coming on the radio, you would think, as I do now, as a full-grown adult, under pressure's coming on. Nope. Nope. It's Ice Ice <clears> Baby. <throat> and it's because he puts in one little one little symbol hit in the middle. That's it. They don't have that in the middle there. They just... And I think he lost that that lawsuit. I want to say he, he lost. Um, he tried, and I, I'm almost positive. Queen are the champions. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on, Brian May has degrees in physics and uh, yeah. astronomy. Like the, the dude is a certified genius who doesn't even need to be there. He doesn't. I mean, Brian May right this very moment is probably you know sitting on the board of some kind of museum just raking in money. And ha- there's no reason for him to be in Queen, but he's yeah. just like I want to make music that kicks to, ass. Then he had to fight. And he does. Yeah, like Rip Van what, Winkle. What are you gonna do? Like I'm Vanilla Ice. I think I have more cred than than Queen. I mean, like, no, man, don't even try it. But maybe, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know the outcome of that that case. Just like I don't know the outcome of the of all these uh, Pop Tarts cases that are out there now. I know the outcome of one case because the judge threw it out. But you know those guys aren't giving up. They're not giving They're up. Not giving Come up. on. I ain't all these pop tarts. No, I'm fat. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm going to sue someone. I'm suing them today. Like, it's it's got to be still going on, you know? Especially today in 2022. If someone is indignant about something, it's not just like, oh, I'm wrong. I shouldn't have done that. It's you're wrong and I'm taking you to jail. Like, this, you know? <laughs> I'm taking you to jail. You're, not only are you going to pay me for the damages you've caused with your pop tarts, but I'm going to have you in prison. Like, it's, you know, people are just so crazy <laughs> indignant. For what? It's a Pop-Tart. It's a Pop-Tart. And, you know, ever since we've started this podcast, like, Zoe and Logan love Pop-Tarts. They yeah. always like Pop-Tarts. But we got in this, like, we didn't have Pop-Tarts in our house. And all of a sudden, Josh, we went through, like, 12 <laughs> boxes of, like, the 24 packs. Mm. And and Zoe ate the ego when you brought me. Oh wow! You didn't well, have to, you didn't get a chance. To... I took it. I took a bite, but it was funny because I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. You, I told you because I, I remember you coming into work and I just started sifting through your bag and I was like, oh, did you bring me anything? And, <laughs> and then the next day there was a pop tart in my mailbox and I smelled it mm-hmm. through the cellophane. I was like, it smells like. Oh uh, my god! This waffles. is like an ego. I can yeah. smell like the syrup. And the kids, yeah, Zoe ate it and she was like, mm, this tastes like yeah. pancakes. And it, yeah, and it, you know. Today, now they have it so where it doesn't, it's not just Eggo flavored. It looks like a waffle. It's it's, it's yellow. It does look it's like that a waffle. yellow waffle. And it's got like color. syrupy color yeah. on it. Which, uh, in the, I remember 90s Pop Tarts, and this is what I kind of mm. took for our logo. But if it could be weird and as neon as you can get it to the point where you're like, I can't look at this or I'm going to yes. pass out, uh, they did that in the 90s. That's what we were all about, neon. So yeah. they were like, the I, remember, I remember the watermelon. They, I don't think you can find them anymore, but the watermelon Pop Tarts were just the zaniest looking things and me personally I don't I, when it comes to actual watermelon I, I'll eat it but I'm not a huge it's not fan my, it's not my favorite yeah but if it's a watermelon flavored thing like a clearly a candy oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like Jolly Rancher That's... yeah or these or these these pop tarts were just clearly like just the most sugary oh, weird watermelon tasting things it but was they like, were like Hardened Mountain Dew yeah 
they were festooned with like neon frosting and everything, you know, and just the box was just, you know, pow in your just face. Pow, yes. Yeah. Just brightly colored geometric shapes. And the triangles, not, yeah, and, triangles and squiggles. And, you know, you can't really find them anymore, which I've been, I've been thinking, like, why haven't they uh, come back with this, you know, as like a, a retro, like, you know, because uh, it seems like right now all of the things that, that we knew mm-hmm. and loved as a kid are the retro fad. You and know. it's coming back right now. 90s is a yeah. huge thing. Which right is now. what I'm hoping for because, you know, if you, when I was a kid, I, I would have killed for a Megazord. I mean, I, I would have done anything. That, those things, that would cost me like thousands to get a Megazord, you know. But today, you could go into Walmart and I think it's Play School or one of them Place has like a Megazord. A Megazord. And it's it's for kids. It's, it's it's a, you know, it's a Play School Megazord. But Amanda, thing, man, and you he's get letting little, you know what he wants yeah, for Christmas. Yeah, and you get the little figures and everything. And I'm just like, so essentially my kid can relive. And that's the great thing about it. Your kid can relive all the things you loved, you know, and you're not going to pay an arm and a leg, you know, and, hmm. and it's it's essentially the real thing. It's not the Megazord that I knew as a, as a child. I had, though, because I, I saved my money and I bought a Dragon Zord for myself one one year for my birthday. And I, I love that thing. A Dragon Zord? It was an original Dragon Zord. Yeah, it lit up and it fired off the fingers and it had a little Tommy with a little, little dagger. Man. It was far out, man. And of course, if you have them all, you can do the connections. You can make the Dragon Megazord and all that stuff. But I didn't have that. I didn't have that kind of money. My parents certainly didn't have that kind of money. I, I, I mean, I saved a bowl. I saved everything I had to buy this Dragon Zord, and I can't even tell you how much it was. It was probably hundreds of dollars. And I saved everything. Yeah, I, I did. I'm trying to think of anything that I had as a kid, like Beyblades. Beyblades. Okay. Do you remember the battle the, and the the battle yeah. blades that you uh, would put in the arena? I was a tomboy kid, <laughs> and I played alone because I had nobody. And I, I'd battle my blades. I had I had action figures and things. I had a Pee Wee's play. Playhouse, which I would kill for today, because can you imagine how much that thing is worth? Like the actual Playhouse, that it, it uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse was a show mm-hmm. with uh, Paul Rubens. He did some questionable things in a movie theater, and mm-hmm. for that, we all called him a scumbag and Abandoned forgot about him. him. Until now, I mean, people are like, oh, Pee-wee. But I love Pee-wee's Playhouse, and it was a whole, it was a, a chest, essentially, that you unfolded, and it was his house, so that you could put everything back in it and just fold it back up and had a little handle, and you just carry it away, you know. But I had this thing, and I had everything but the Pee-wee, which is what you need for Pee-wee's Playhouse. Ow. But I had all the other all the other figures, and Cherry, and, and the, Except uh, Chonky, you can wind him up, and he, you know, just rode around and everything, and it it was interesting, but Leto, you beto. Leto, you beto. Okay, so I, I, this is where I teach you, the listener, yes. about just, you know, oh, me. you or the listeners, anyone, about oh. movies featuring Jared Leto, you know, that you might think, I don't want to watch that because I don't like that guy, and I'm here to tell you that uh, you should, because he's should. brilliant, and he's weird, and he's awesome. And he's a method actor, he's right? He's a method actor. Yeah. So I'm going to start you off light here. I just, I watched, and because this was on, and my wife wanted to watch it too, so American Psycho 2000 with Christian Bale. Yes, such a great um, movie. First of all, I have get our announcer to tell us all about our sponsor for the day. Today's Little You Better was brought to you by E&D, Floor Covering Services. E&D is aware that their slogan can be taken the wrong way, but that hasn't stopped them from delivering quality and affordability since 1984. So get your head out of the gutter and onto the floor with E&D, Floor Covering Services. E&D, we lay it right the first time. Thank you. That was Roddy. That was Rockin' Roddy, our announcer. <laughs> Rockin' Roddy. It says the voice of Massapequa Community College Radio. I don't... <laughs> 
Roddy, I don't, I don't think that's a real thing. I'm just, I want to go on a ledge and say that's not real. But Roddy did need a job. He's here. He's spinning, I, he's spinning the tunes while we're, you know. we're. I truly think that after this episode, our podcast is about to take off. Okay. Just because of of, of Roddy Floor Covering Services, they're, they're so generous of them to sponsor. That was so you better. Yeah. Like Go Go Boots a couple that's weeks right. ago. That's right. I mean, they were all about front cage news, and it's nice that we have someone to back up these little segments because people are out there, out there probably right now going, I don't care about Jared Leto, but when you're like, oh, wait, it's been sponsored. There's an ad. Yeah. And it's E&D. It's E&D for covering services. And, you know, I also, I mean, I was just looking this up, uh, anything from carpet to sand. I don't know why would you, you would want <laughs> sand on your floor. But if you're of the mind that, like, I want to turn my den into a, a, a full-on Bahama uh, vacation, <laughs> there you go. E&D can do that for you. Leave K. You could turn if, Wendy's room into a in, small into Leave a K. Into a small Leave K, uh, complete with a cottage. I don't know how I'll fit that in there, but or maybe a Quonset hut. I don't know. Just, something, just to stuff hut, it in yeah. that room. So thank you, E&D. Yeah, thank you. So, you know, American Psycho 2000. This was still a time when Christian Bale wasn't very well known. Uh, this movie went through a lot of chaos in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Based on a book by Brett Easton Ellis, a very violent book. Yes. I've read this book. It's very violent, especially towards women. But this movie features Jared Leto as Paul Allen, a, uh, an adversary. I would say an adversary. It's about a yuppie in the 80s who works on Wall Street. Yeah. Played by Christian Bale, who is a homicidal maniac. Yeah. Paul Allen is another yuppie, and there's a bunch of them, a bunch of guys. He's only in about half an hour of the movie, okay? He dies in the mm-hmm. first half hour. Spoiler alert, but he's just brilliant. He's brilliantly plays this, like, just this snarky, he calls him by a different name. He doesn't even know he's Patrick Bateman. He keeps yep. calling him somebody else. He doesn't even care that he's not the real guy. And this pisses off Patrick Bateman, played by Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene where they they all show their business cards, and mm-hmm. everyone's got a business. And they all look. It's the thing. They all kind of look the same, but they're saying, you know, this is on this card stock with this kind of lettering. And everyone's always impressed. And Paul Allen has the most impressive card of all, right? Yeah. Which just sends him in a rage. So he invites Paul Allen over and has one of the the most impressive murder scenes in the movie. Oh my God! Right? He's, yeah, everything's that... covered in plastic, and yep. he gets him drunk, so he doesn't really know what's going on. And he's talking about Huey Lewis in the news, and mm-hmm. he's doing the moonwalk and everything. Thing. The, the, the best part about it is the fact that Jared Leto did not know it was happening. So when when that moment comes where he swings the axe at his face, that look of horror on Jared Leto's face is, is 100% real. Because he has no He clue. has no idea. Yeah. They kept him out of the loop, so he didn't know this was coming. So it's 100% real. The the best thing, I think, about the whole movie is the fact that you have the both of them are method. Christian mm-hmm. Bale is, too, deeply method. So you have both of them playing, who they're, they're both actors playing yuppie uh, Wall Street guys who essentially think they're yuppie Wall Street guys. It is, you know, and years later, I mean, now essentially what you're watching is Batman fighting the Joker. Yes. You know, Batman killing the Joker. Isn't that crazy? And it is, watch it, watch the whole movie because the whole thing is great. Christian Bale is just phenomenal. When he breaks down at the end and he's just like, essentially he lets go and he calls his lawyer and he's telling him like, I've killed all these people. I've killed so many bums. I've killed so many prostitutes and he's losing his mind. And the whole point of the movie is that there's nothing he can do. You know, no. the, the book ends with him looking at the, the exit sign and, sa- and it's saying there is no exit. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how the book ends with, you know, essentially he can tell anyone he wants. It's the 80s. It's it's the height of cocaine yep. and, and yuppie power. No one's ever going to care. No. You know, so the fact that he knows that Paul Allen is dead and yet everyone he talks to is saying, no, I saw Paul Allen in London last week. Like they just they refuse to admit it because it's who would it 
admit that our friends are being murdered. <laughs> right. Who would by admit Batman. Yeah, by Batman? Yeah. No. No one's going to admit that because there's a line in the movie where they where the guy he he goes up to the guy and he's he's saying like no I I killed Paul and he's like you know the funniest thing about that that his lawyer's like the funniest thing about the message you left me is saying get your Patrick Bateman. He's <laughs> such a putz. He would never do that. And he's like I am Patrick Bateman. Like that's the whole point is that no one cares. No one cares except for him and he's trapped in himself. So he's amazing and you know I think Jared Leto kind of he's he's the one you see the most as mm-hmm. in terms of like his co-workers and he plays that part just so beautifully where he's he takes him to like this uh, place it's it's like a I don't know a, it looks like a barn inside you know and it's supposed to be like the ritziest of ritzy New York places and he's just calling him the wrong name just like going along with it just eating his food he just does not care and it's it's like the per- you, you would assume that if you ran into these people on the street or, or anywhere that they would be that way you know he, yeah, he, he plays it beautifully I don't I mean wherever his research and they came both from do. Yeah. yeah they, they both, both are do. really yeah. Christian Bale's always I mean I've heard a lot of things about him mm. as a, a human <laughs> but but he in his acting I mean he can take on some of yeah. these roles and really he just, he too is one he, just like Jared Leto he has crossed the DC Marvel yes. barrier mm-hmm. he, he he was Batman and he's also in uh, the new Thor yep God and Thunder he was uh, one of my favorite I mean I liked him as, as and, Batman and he was he was incredible in Thor he really was like mm-hmm. he, his character his daughter is, dies uh, and they die in service to their god who he then meets and the god just mocks them like you yeah. pathetic humans you, you worship us for what and so he kills his god and becomes a god slayer he, his sole mission is to kill the gods kill and gods. he's perfect at it he is perfect yeah. in that movie you know so this is like an early I mean this is early even for Jared Leto, this is an earlier movie and it's not I mean when you're talking about like Requiem for a Dream or Mr. Mm-hmm. Nobody where he's lead actor I'm not putting you there yet that's a little much oh we're gonna have I'm gonna give we'll you a little bit of a, yeah this is a little taste of Jared Leto I might start doing a segment called Bailout yeah with Christian Bale with Christian yeah. Bale this is the, the funny thing I was you know I, I I read the book and I and I've always loved this movie um, it does deviate from the book and Brady Sinellis even mm-hmm. has said that he wasn't too much of a fan but in terms of like ad- adapting his book it was yeah. okay but Josh Lucas is another one of his yuppie co-workers mm-hmm. Josh Lucas would be a, a big thing he was in that you, but I don't know he, he, jo- if you look him up Josh Lucas is an actor and he's been in a lot of things but uh, he went on record as, uh, as saying that he approached Christian Bale during this movie and flat out told him, you are the worst actor I've ever seen. OK, which really makes no sense because Josh Lucas was also in Fard v. Ferrari. Why would you blatantly insult someone to their face and then oh. start another movie with them? OK, so I was trying. I looked it up because I'm yeah. trying to figure out who this guy is. He's a he Josh I don't like. Yeah. He was. Did you ever see the movie Poseidon? Yeah. Was it was it the Poseidon Adventure remake with Kurt Russell? It was the remake. Yeah. yeah not the original Poseidon. Yeah, he, he is a Josh that gives Josh a bad name. I'm going to say it. Uh, anyone who well, listened to our, was it our first show where I talked about Hulk <laughs> being so yes. bad? I mentioned he was a, in it. I yeah. mentioned a scene in Hulk where uh, I think, I guess they called it paneling or something where there's an explosion and someone flies at you mm-hmm. and then spins away and they cut to the next scene. That terrible actor flying at your face is Josh Lucas. And I watched that too, just for a slap and a tickle. Um, for a, oh my know, God. Not too long ago. A slap and a tickle. There it is again. <laughs> a slap and a tickle. I watched it a just for a little tickle. while ago, uh, just because I, I wanted to like you know, like like uh, Garbage Pail Kids or yeah. Mario Super Mario Bros. I, I just I want to know that my hypothesis is correct. I just want to like it's awful and it doesn't deserve being watched. 
I'm telling you right now, all of you out there, it does not serve me <laughs> much. Don't watch it. But from from the beginning, from the very first scene he's in, Josh Lucas plays a very one-dimensional, straight-out prick. Like, there, there's nothing redeeming about him. He doesn't change it up in any way. In any way. He he's is just, just flat out, just, I'm a prick, and that's it. He's a Richard. Yeah, and from, for, from the first scene to his last. And he is that he's that actor who flies at you uh, thinking, you know, and this is the thing, uh, just as... A guy, in the, a character in the movie. You're literally watching as these soldiers empty their guns at the Hulk, and the bullets are bouncing off. You can see him. You can see them bounce off the Hulk like a golf ball as the viewer, right? And he is standing right in the middle of them. Okay, and he thinks, well, the guns don't work. I'll shoot him with a grenade. Yeah. Uh, All right. That makes perfect sense because what happens? Bounces off bounce. the Hulk. Bounces right over to him and blows him up. So, and you know, and that's the thing. Josh just had to. Get he had to read. Right? This script and be like, I understand this guy. I get this. I can do this. Yes, he makes sense to me. Sense. Christian yeah. Bale makes no sense to me. But this guy, I get it. This, like, come on. You want to talk about bad acting, Josh Lucas? You're one of the worst. You suck, Josh <laughs> Lucas. You suck. Yeah. I always call him Josh Luckus. Josh Luckus. You suck, Josh. He Luckus. really does give Josh's yeah. a bad name. I mean, for yeah. for the most part, Josh's are okay. Maybe I mean, we'll just name him Lucas. Joe yeah. Lucas. Joe Lucas. Yeah. Jay Luke. But I, you know, and for my money, I've never liked him in anything. No, I was looking at I, you know, him. I've seen him so. in other movies and I've just never been a fan. But he's in, in, in American Psycho. I mean, you have your yuppie idiots, but he's the one with like the the giant grin yes. all the time. Yes. Like the whole time he's in the movie, he's just he's laughing like a schmuck and he's got that giant douchey grin. Like he's that guy in the movie who you just really uh, he's got I mean, he's got like four or five co-workers, I think, that you see periodically periodically throughout the mm-hmm. film and he's the one not only the one that's most forgettable in that I don't even know what his name is but he's just the guy where you, you if you saw these guys at a bar or a restaurant he's the douche you would beat up but also uh, he's the one you'd stereotype oh you know, yeah, he's yeah the one no, like, I get that like yeah. we saw a bunch of these douchebags the other day in this restaurant this one you won't believe this one guy man <laughs> grinning like, he just ate a big old shit sandwich. I mean, what the hell was his problem? Like, he's the guy you would pick out he's in that group. But I don't even know his name in the in the movie. I have he's no idea. He's that forgettable. He is. He's that forgettable. Even in Hulk. Something as forgettable as Hulk. I don't even know his name. He's forgettable. Well, assignment, listeners. <laughs> what? Uh, send us an email. Don't, if don't watch Hulk. Know, don't, don't, don't make them watch if Hulk. If you've watched it and oh, watched yeah. American Psycho and you remember the douchebag Josh yeah. Lucas, <laughs> his character's name, then email us. Yeah, email us at, at popchartsagoodforyou at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, Facebook. At, I, see, I don't like always promote at the end, you know, at the end of the YouTube video. <laughs> at Facebook, at Twitter, and Instagram. Like, well, I, but now we have Twitter and Twitter sounds fun. Like, do. do it. Go to Tartsu. At Tartsu. At Tartsu. At, at, if at anything, Tartu. just because it's fun. Yeah, you know? just go. It's, it's, there's some, I, it's there's not the same. Video. I mean, yeah, it's not the same content. Yeah. Stephanie's trying oh, to throw some things up. I, I, very briefly, I just want to mention this, uh, this one thing. And it's this kid, uh, who in Washington state, he, uh, his name is Jeremy and, uh, he had a lemonade stand. Okay. And uh, this happened uh, last week. I think this kid, Jeremy, uh, he just to help out his family. He shovels snow in the winter. You know, he, uh, he mows lawns. Like this kid really wants to, do good, you know. Mm-hmm. He has a lemonade stand, and apparently he sells cotton candy there. Oh, that for that alone, you should be listening to me right now and going, "I want to help Jeremy," because 
Jeremy has a lemonade stand, and I think it was about last week, this guy, and I'll post this on Facebook so you'll see him, this guy who essentially is not hiding anything about what he's about. The dude looks sketchy as all hell, man, like sunglasses and a polo, a hoodie. Uh, he, he just looks like a scumbag. This guy gives Jeremy a $100 bill, okay? And he gets a couple things, uh, mm-hmm. at least $15 worth, and he says, Jeremy, I'd like exact change back. So Jeremy gives him all the money that he has, which is $85. He gives it to this guy in exchange for this $100 bill. No doubt feeling good about himself. You know, he goes up to the to the local uh, gas station, you know, to get something, and the guy's like, I'm sorry, kid, this money is fake. So this guy, this dude, rolls up on a kid with a lemonade stand and straight up gives him counterfeit bills. That's that is like the dirtiest what thing you could a do, man. Scumbag. See, we had I our, would cuss right now. We if had I could. our um our Bigfoot mystery mm-hmm. in the last show, which hasn't been solved. I want to say it's not been solved. No, we don't. But know. thankfully, the people in this couple's community got together and and gave them a another Bigfoot, a giant. We, this one's made of wood, which I guess they so now appreciate it can be burnt. more. Yeah, well, <laughs> burnt or uh, yeah. How they're anchoring this thing into the ground for safekeeping, I don't know. I'm not there, but um, but at any rate, it, it's a sort of happy ending to well, the yeah, story. Well, yeah, because at least know. you know we don't know who took it, yeah, but, but they got their big and back. but you have a community who's there for them yeah. and, and really wants to help them and gave them this new bigfoot. Well, that needs to happen for this kid. Yeah. So this kid, uh, well, what happened is his neighbor started to go fund me, and as of this morning, I looked up this morning, it's up to twenty five thousand dollars. Jesus. So that guy really sweet Jesus. Gave, sweet Jesus. Jesus. That, guy, that guy gave him a counterfeit bill, and he's like, oh, man, I screwed this kid good. $25,000. And the thing is, they, they haven't told Jeremy. They want to surprise him, right, with the final amount. So they're not even letting this kid know. They're, it's all going to his parents. Like, his, his parents are getting the money, uh, you know, so it's not like they're going to go buy a Ferrari or something. This kid's going to end up with, like, a lemonade yeah. truck. But he wants, from what I read, he wants to be an entrepreneur, and he wants to do good. So he, well, that's you know, good. And today, you can't, you can't even get people upstairs to go out and mow the lawn. You know, these people just sit there on their butts all day. So this kid is out there mowing lawns and showing stuff and like doing good. He's 11 years old. Like he's really trying to do good. And, you know, in the beginning when I wanted to do the show, I wanted to do it because during the COVID, mm-hmm. when COVID was really bad, John Krasinski, who is TV's Jim from The Office, mm-hmm. had this little YouTube show called Some Good News. And where, mm-hmm. where he it would, all it would be is good stuff going on around the world. Yeah. And he would sit there like a little newscaster at a desk and he would talk about these things. Things. And I thought that's that's the most perfect idea for a show mm-hmm. ever. You know, just because we stuff. needed that. Yeah, we just, needed yeah, that. We needed you know? that. And like right now, especially, or you know, with all this stuff going on in the world, uh, we've got orange douchebags stealing things from the White House and whatnot. And Aunt Hayes just died. You know, bad things are going on. We need good news. Shelby's lost it. Shelby has lost. I Shelby mean, has lost it. The memes. Yeah, I it's, just it's, I, I'm not because I get it. It's political, yeah. but the memes. We don't have to go there. My favorite. But. I just have to say, but you know, my favorite. Favorite is one of the leading investigators who went into Mar-a-Lago. She's walking out with a box full of orange wigs. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, oh man, man yeah. the wigs, those stories, or wait, uh, the stories those wigs could tell. Oh, yeah. oh. This is my stormy wig. <laughs> This is what I like to put on a shelf. I can't even do it because he, he's such a, that's the thing. Like, I mean, you can go the, the Alec Baldwin route and really try to nail it. Yeah, but yeah. he's just such an idiot that the more ridiculous it sounds, the better. <laughs> the I want better. a toilet made of gold because gold is my favorite color. 
I dipped my son Baron in gold and named him Baron because he's going to be a Baron one day. No, he's not. He's not. He's, he's not. not Donnie. He's not. He's going to be the, the Baron of a shit pile. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, this, I'm, I don't. I really don't want to get into oh, it too no. much, but everyone keeps saying like, "But no, he declassified the documents." Do you know what declassifying documents yep. means? Mm-hmm. It means that you are making them available to the public. That's, <laughs> yes. So, yes. if indeed Let's he declassified em. documents, that means that he's making documents pertaining to nuclear secrets available to anyone. Isn't which he... is worse? Yeah. That is so much worse than just taking them. So anyone who's like, "Well, no, he declassified them," that's worse than what, what's going on. Like you, you. Just given us a, 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 a recipe, a recipe for death here. Like he's, if if you're going to back him up and, and try to say he's doing the right thing, saying, "Well, he declassified the documents," it's not what you want to say. No, because that's what you don't want to happen. You don't want that you to know? happen. It, Little puppy Trump just kind of yeah, made just, him. And that's the thing. Like they, you know, they had this meeting. They had this. I don't know, it was a closed, yeah, cl- room, yeah, you know, closed investigation where they asked questions, and apparently, it seems like he lied when he said that he gave them all the documents. So he did it himself. So like, the thing is, like, I think if if they would have, like, backed it up in a serious way, they're not going to do that because they don't, they're, oh, well, they're no. morons, but... <laughs> Like and said, hey, you got all the documents. They're all yours. They would have walked the hell away. That would have been it, man. That would have been it. We got all the documents. All right, see ya. But no, he had to keep going. He had to give them some kind of credible proof in what he said to make them think, what? You said what now? Uh, I think that he's got some stuff in his basement. Like you know, so the dude he digs his own hole. You know, that's that's what killed me is that you know you would think that these documents were going to be like hidden. But yeah. they just walk nope. in and they're in his basement, except the super secret ones in his safe. But oh, yeah, they were just in his basement, Pop-Tarts in a cabinet. Yeah. You just open and them up and they're there. And they're like, oh, it, hey. nuclear weapons. Yeah. Uh, these uh, waffle Pop-Tarts, are uh, they look good to me. I just, I just I bet I'll he had them. in there the recipe for waffle Pop-Tarts. Waffle Pop-Tarts. I don't, Mr. I don't know Trump. what the recipe is. Yeah, hey, Donnie. I, yeah, Donnie. <laughs> Donnie Jingles, is like to, I like to call you. Because that's Donnie about all you got in your pocket. Um, <laughs> Donnie. If you've got that recipe for for the waffle pop tarts, uh, Shelby's interested. I am too. I, for that I'm matter. interested. I, I you can keep the nuclear stuff. I, I would like to have yeah, the I waffle pop tart recipe. I don't care about nuclear codes. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Really, I don't have the need to blow anybody up. No. Um, even if they really piss me off, I, just, I think more damage would be done. Yeah. I think if you just like I'm going to go blow up that country. Yeah. A lot of bad things. I mean, at least I can throw a pop tart at someone. It doesn't really hurt them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, that's well. You just smack them in depends. the face. I mean, you you probably get you know that little. Scrape oh, no. from the pastry. Whip em. I mean, you know, not whip them with it. You know, just like okay, I'll just say like, like frisbee style. Just like, oh no, not like that. Just you know, like a just <laughs> smack somebody in the forehead with a pop tart. <laughs> Uh, but you know those. The, I mean, I'll, I'll say that those uh, Eggo ones are really good. They are very um, good. The, I don't know how they get that syrup taste in there. It's all high fructose corn syrup. It is. And uh, some guy in a lab just like I got it. <laughs> here it is. <laughs> I mix all these chemicals together, and uh, here you go, maple flavor. I mean, <laughs> maple. Good. Uh, yeah. Um, huh? And maybe that's the thing. We don't want to know how our how the sausage is made or veggie sausage. You might. How case. the sausage is made. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's, that's right. Uh, and that's, see, that's the thing. I mean, that's the whole thing with Trump. 
is that uh, we don't, we don't want to know. Yeah, we don't want to know how the sausage is made. And yet, not only is he showing you exactly how it's made, but he's showing you all the nefarious ways in which it's made. Like, other, exactly. that's the thing is, like, I, I honestly don't know because I wasn't there. I mean, even pe- someone like Obama could have done horrible things behind closed doors. And I don't, don't know. know. Like, a lot yeah. of them, a lot of them could have, could be doing horrible things that we would find questionable. But you never know about it because they do their damn job. They just do their job. Yeah, and they and keep that's it, it quiet. Like, that stuff yeah. is left to that. I mean, but you know. But to, to, to actively go out there and say, this is how I did it, and I did it with all the crooks I could find. Like, Josh, why would you do that? He's a method actor. <laughs> yeah, oh, that would be, I mean, see, isn't, wouldn't that be just the most brilliant uh, piece of method acting in, in history? For At the very end of it, like when they're closing the bars on him, he's like, oh, yeah, you guys, um, even the voice was an act. Uh, my name is actually Jeff. Uh, I mean, <laughs> unzip if, the costume. Yeah, if you could call Jared Leto for me, he's in on this. We, we devised this method actor uh, skit together, and I, okay, I'm going to bear with you now. It went a little too far. For me, even, it went a little too far, but I'm an actor, and this is my gift. So, um, so uh, you're fired. If you could just let me go, yeah, just like, open that cage here, and I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm call good to Nick. go. Call Nick. He zips I, off like a, 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 a body a, suit. A, a sweaty fat suit, yeah. She yeah, and then he just uh, goes to leave K. Yeah, he pulls off, pulls off the wig, and it's like a full head of black hair. It's just like, <laughs> it's like yeah, I, 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 I was against it from the start. That's what I, I that's what I really see coming down to it is that it, when they close those bars, he's just gonna be like, you know, I, I was against all of it. My lawyer said it was a good idea. <laughs> really, he's he's just he's gonna be the one guy. Who's Rudy gonna be like, Giuliani. You know, it was all Rudy. It was all Rudy. His hair dies, sweat into his eyeballs. He said, melted. "I'm America's governor," and I was like, "Oh yes, you are." But I don't know. And oh. it, really, he's gonna that's that's gonna be the last word. The last word will be his. It will be, and he's gonna say, what? "You know." What? I was always against it. I, was I don't always. deserve this because I was always against it. You guys thought it was a bad idea. I know you did, but I was always I against was it. I was always against it. Yeah. And that I think is a good a good way to wrap this up. Yeah. But we were always I mean, <laughs> we were always against we were, it. Uh yes, from day one. Yeah. I, I will I will freely admit that. I was always against <laughs> it. Yeah. So don't don't email us email us about Trump. We we don't Please, want to talk um, about that. Yeah, um, even our Nigerian friend, I mean it really if uh, I would I would take your uh, your money scheme email over yeah. anything about Trump. Yeah, don't, don't. Oh, don't um, even yeah, anyone, that. That's the thing. We're, we're, uh, we, we have a podcast here about Pop-Tarts. In no way should any of you take anything we have said seriously. No, this is a, no. this is joking. I mean, the video game stuff, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I play video yeah. games or whatever. But that seriously... We do, I mean, Dorothy, we do what have was her name? Dorothy. Dorothy Nine. Yeah, yeah Dorothy. Nine. Please don't. Yeah. Dor- yeah, this is just for. Fun. I I will admit that we both collectively have the same amount of knowledge as your typical political commentator of today. Absolutely. In that they're From... twenty five and fresh out of college. Um, but well, let's just not. Uh, yeah, we're not going to attack it. us, man. Don't attack us. We're just here for fun and. Yeah, yeah we're just so... a couple of people who work in a library. Yeah, all right. We're just, I mean, you know, we read books all day. But, but, what do we know? Yeah, the last thing we should be attacking for their views. Librarians. Two people who, yeah. We don't uh, we, censor. That's right. That's no right. censoring. So. so until next time, we will be uh, living life and loving love. So I hope you are yes. too. 